You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys. And this week is about family. But not in the Fast and the Furious style. In the Hobbs and the Shaw style. Fast it's, and the Furious it's, it's presents... A, it's a new family. <laughs> it's a new family. You know what I, never, I didn't get though? Didn't after the end of the last movie, weren't they friends? Like didn't they have like a barbecue and like ate together and like... We're chill. But yeah. in this movie, and how we all hate and, each other. Well, no. I think they still hate each other, but he's family and friends with, with uh uh Dominic and all the other stuff. So so basically they're like frenemies, but they're just, they're only there because Vin Diesel's like a mutual friend. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the dude that killed Han. A mutual friend. Because remember they hate each other in the prison scene. That's the whole reason this that's the whole reason this movie exists, because people like them together in that prison scene. Yeah, well, Hobbs and Shaw is literally just a two-hour version of that prison scene. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to get ridiculous with some over-the-top Hobbs and Shaw talk this yeah, week. Yeah, I was just like, so yeah, I guess they're just completely erasing the fact that this guy, like, justice for Han, because he's, he's cool now. Like, Nah, man, it's fine. It's, what's yeah, what's no... like a fallen family member between family, right? <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going to this, I was even like, no. I didn't, I didn't think about it watching the movie, but I was still like, oh, I did. <laughs> after after the movie was over, so I was just like, okay, so we're just not gonna address Han at all, right? Well, for me, I'm not gonna spoil what happens in Hobbs and Shaw, but because they were so willing to forgive Shaw for killing Han, I was like, all right, well, that means there's a chance for Idris Elba to become part of the family too, right? I want a superhero in this fucking family team. <laughs> I mean, we already got one though, The Rock. <laughs> Oh, bro. Yeah, when we talk about the fucking movie, there's some moments I'm like, so we're just going to just pretend that he's straight up Captain America now. We're not even, there's no more illusions that The Rock is a really strong guy. I mean, guy. not even him. Everybody, like. No, especially The Rock, though. There are some moments that it's like, yo, did this had to be a choice. Like, on set, people had to be like, so we're just going to acknowledge he's a superhero now, right? Right, right guys? We're, we're all fine with that, right? I mean, Idris Elba, too. Well, he, but at least in canon, he is a superhero. Like, he is a genetically altered super soldier or whatever. But The Rock is a guy. <laughs> yeah. But Granted, funny a enough, guy that broke his cast. Remember that? <laughs> that one Fast yeah. movie? All he did was flex. Yeah, he was like, like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, what am I saying? But it seems like they make him that way, like, superhuman in every movie he's in. Remember, uh, what's the movie that we saw last year uh, with Nev Campbell? With the sky skyscraper, oh, skyscraper when he yeah. held up a fucking bridge, he held up the fucking bridge. Yes, it's like come on. <laughs> hey man, we got muscles like that. I think it's possible. It's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll never know. But yeah, so this week we're gonna be talking about Hobbs and Shaw and news of the week. Just some uh, some news, right? I'm saying that like I know. I mean, there's some. It's not. 
Do you have the uh, Crisis of Infinite Earth news in there? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's some good news this week we're going to talk about. We also have anime, but because me and Michael are trash, I haven't been doing any Patreon episodes. I want to apologize to all the Patreon subscribers that haven't got any content this month. We're going to save our anime talk for that, for an exclusive for you guys. And then next week, we're going to continue our usual anime discussions as per usual. But I want to at least have our our like a, a, a an apology package for our Patreon subscribers, apology so they get ex- <laughs> yeah they get exclusive access to our anime reviews for. Uh, I've caught up in everything, guys. I've been binging all fucking week. Uh, Shield Hero, Fire Force, uh, Vinland Saga, which actually now now after four episodes in, now I understand the fucking plot. One episode didn't do it. I need at least four to be like, oh okay, this is what we're doing with this show. Okay, so um, Vinland Saga, I gotta add that to my list. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? No. <laughs> uh, now that I'm four episodes in, because you I'd you told it. after one episode, you're just like, huh. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is about. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I'm not watching that. <laughs> yeah, but now I get it. Now now I'm starting to see the Game of Thrones comparisons a little bit more. But definitely, it's I think it's called Vinland Saga for a reason because it took a while to get to a plot point that I think probably could have been the first episode or two. Um. But yeah, so I want to talk about Vinland Saga. Jordan still doesn't like magic. He hasn't started Demon Slayer, though. Yeah, it's the only thing I haven't watched yet is Demon Slayer. I even watched uh, Abandoned Secret Beast, which is that thing our, our listeners have recommended to us that's like giant monsters fighting and a werewolf and shit that you would like. I haven't um, started that yet. I'll get to that after I'm done. I got like f- episode 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I got five episodes left of Demon Slayer. And then once I'm done with that, then I'll get to abandon. That's the only the only thing I'm catching up on is Demon Slayer. Everything else I'm caught up on. Okay, so then we should record by the end of this week. That way I can also finish Demon Slayer, and we're gonna have a giant like two hour anime extravaganza. Young Justice, I gotta yeah, yeah. start. I gotta watch. I see. I've seen two episodes since they've come back. I haven't watched any. I've seen two. And there's some developments that you showed me before the podcast that's happening in the show that I think desperately need talking about. So yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to catch up. Well, I saw a cop out, though, because they pulled a Cora. That was the end of the season? It was the end of the season. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Yo, is that like a rule with animation? Like, all right, if we're going to do this, yeah. we have to do it at the last fucking moment. Granted, <laughs> granted there's going to be another season, but still, it's like... Until the DC Universe half is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit, there's going to be another season. <laughs> Um. Okay, so that's something we'll talk about next week, though. We're gonna we're gonna keep it. If, if we keep our goals small, we should be able to accurately project what we're gonna talk about next week. So next week on the podcast, uh, proper, we'll talk about Young Justice. We'll, we'll catch up with that too. Promise? <laughs> <laughs> no promises. <laughs> no promise. We're promising. No, because every time we make a promise on the show, that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna make we we'll call it a blood oath. How about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, all that aside, let's get into uh, before we get into our topic this week of Hobson Shaw. Let's talk about iTunes review. Not su, not no su, just singular, just one. Um, and it comes from Super Iron Halo. Super califragilistic espialidocious. Uh, he sounds like a freaking superhero. Super Iron Halo. It's like Master Chief, Iron Man, and Superman all rolled into one person. Halo, the chick from uh, Young Justice. Okay, that works. I was thinking Master Chief like the game, but okay. She's also confirmed as gender fluid. Oh my god, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> 
We're, we're putting all the LGBT aspects in the show now, huh? The episode that I just watched, because she was like, because uh, they're now part of the Justice League covert squad. And uh, Artemis was like, not Artemis, she's, she doesn't go by Artemis anymore. Tigress, she was like, oh, it's cool to get another girl on the team. And she was like, did you just assume my gender? <laughs> she was like, I'm a mother box. I don't really identify as a girl or a boy. I'm just me. Oh, that's right. I, it's been so long since I watched that show. I forgot that. Yeah, it was a reveal that she's like Swamp Thing, and she's not really her. She's yeah. the mother box with the brain or whatever. So then she looked at her boyfriend, the the guy, the the prince. She's like, "Is that okay with you?" It's like, "Yeah, whatever." Do you have you, a dick? You like, how does that yeah, work? You, <laughs> still, you, got a, you got a pussy, also. <laughs> I don't care what you got. <laughs> I mean, I've seen enough Japanese hentai to know that maybe you don't just have. <laughs> who knows what you got down there? But okay, I mean that's interesting, random, but I mean I guess technically not really forced because I mean, it's not really like she's I mean, like I was gonna say I guess technically it make it makes sense she's a fucking she's a she's, she's a robot a, yeah she's a computer more or less yeah. even though even if I want to nitpick I have no issue with this but just in the name itself even the boxes have like a denote a denotation of gender mother, mother and father box, box, father yeah. box yeah. <laughs> so it's like how dare you assume my gender I mean you're called the mother box. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, so our only review this week comes from Super Iron Halo. It's a five star review, and he says, "Been lurking for two years, listening first." So I guess he means first time review, maybe. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for leaving a review since it's, it's you've been lurking for two yeah. years. We know we need more reviewers like yeah. this person. Less lurkers, more reviewers. Yeah, let's we'll see what he says first. I want to see <laughs> two thousand listeners. I want two thousand reviews for real. Where you at? <laughs> Hey, Jordan and Michael, love you guys. You have a great commentary, and it's often very funny and clever. However, question, why do you guys always forget character names or specific details in a show or movie you just watched a couple days ago? Uh, the simple answer is stupid. <laughs> I mean, if you're... Because you, okay. if, if you're trying to binge a lot of content in one, one moment, it's like you forget. Yeah, it all kind of blurs together. Yeah, it all blurs together. You remember like the broad strokes, but like the minutia of like, what was the mother's name? Uh, I remember the character, but I remember her name. I, 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 yeah, we do that all the time. Um, wait, what? First of all, you forget more than I do, but I get thrown under the bus here. What the fuck? <laughs> Example, mainly Jordan calling Homelander the boys Highlander. Honestly, almost drove me insane. Thank God Michael corrected in the end of the conversation. All right, my defense, I don't think I've it ever is, used I mean, the word but, but the, Homelander before. Yeah, I was going to say, those are kind of, Highlander is way more prominent in, in people's names, so you got a name that's similar. Yeah, like I've never, I mean, honest mistake, but I've never used the word Homelander before. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I guess in my brain, I well, was we like. we have used Highlander. Yeah, Highlander, here we are. Um, the Quickening. You remember that shit? The what? The actual, like the actual show slash movie Highlander? I've never seen Highlander. Oh, it's, you missed nothing. <laughs> it was like superheroes before I just know, I, I just I know of the, their immortal whatever warriors or some shit. Yeah, the, when they cut off another mortal's head and yeah, get they, their powers. You have to decapitate them. That's the only way they die. That's the only thing I know about Highlander. Do you know what it's called? No. It's called the Quickening. Like Why? A, like, a, like a Pokemon move? <laughs> yes. Quick attack! <laughs> Highlander use quickening. It's super effective. Oh, did you it. see the death battle uh, between uh, Charizard and uh, what the fuck is that? Digimon, Digital Aragog, whatever the fuck his name is. Agumon? Yeah, that one. 
I want to say yes. Didn't Greymon destroy him? Yeah. 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 And that's what would happen. As a Digimon fan, I was like, there's no way Charizard can beat Greymon. He's fucking Greymon. I never watched Digimon, so I was like, <gasps> I was like, of course Charmander's going to win. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize all this evolution shit. I was like, Digivolution, get it straight. <laughs> he turns into a fucking Godzilla. Like, of course he's going to win. <laughs> and that's why I love it. <laughs> the Digimon movie is like my childhood Buffy. Like, I could quote that entire movie verbatim. We should watch that one day and do a commentary track. You'll just be like, what the fuck is this? And I'll be like, I love this. <laughs> Digimon was stupid. You're yeah. stupid. <laughs> I love Digimon, you son of a bitch. Um, let's see. He goes on to say, I'm a very specific person who loves the details. And when someone doesn't remember details, it drives me nuts. Ha ha. But we'll keep listening to you guys and keep yelling corrections whenever you forget a character's name or details in a show or movie while listening to you guys. While I'm driving to work or walking or doing whatever. I was going to say, well, keep yelling because we're going to forget stuff in this episode. Yeah, and honestly, you know what? It's not even a mistake. We do that on purpose. That way it's audience participation. (laughs) That's what you're going with? Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree with that. It's like Blue's Clues. We're like, (laughs) is this a map? Say map. (laughs) We look at, like, we just stare blankly at each other. We wait. Gotta find another paw print. (laughs) It's a map. It's a map. It's a map. Uh, love you guys and best wishes. Ah, oh, thanks, Super Iron Halo. And again, you have a fucking epic name, dude. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Um, let's just jump right into emails since we only have a couple of those two, and then we'll get right into Hobbs and Shaw. I know everybody's itching for Hobbs and Shaw talk. I know our podcast was built on Fast and the Furious. So everybody's like, oh, I can't wait for the Hobbs and Shaw review. <laughs> it, w- it was. <laughs> Which, funny enough, I realized after I saw this, I was like, wait, I just realized I haven't seen Fast and Furious 6. Which one was that? Six was about six was about Decker Shaw as the villain. Oh right, yes, because five was when the Rock was introduced, right? Mm-hmm. As a, he was a villain first. Yeah. Then yeah, because then Shaw. Wait, which Shaw? Jason Statham. Wait, which one was the? Oh, and five was also one with the last Shaw. It was his brother. His yeah. brother Shaw, who oddly enough was not really talked about in this new movie. Even though they talk about Shaw's family. They t- well, this, now it's the sister. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, what about your brother, bro? Don't you have bro- your, your whole reason for being in this series was your brother was killed. <laughs> maybe he, maybe they couldn't get the actor. I mean, don't even have the actor. Just talk about it. Just mention it once. That's all I'm looking for, but whatever. Let's get into emails. Because remember, I was trying to get through all the Fast and Furious before we saw 8. Yeah. And I wasn't able to finish. So I saw, I saw uh, 7. No, I saw eight, wait, five, six. No, so I didn't see seven. But then I jumped, we, we, then we saw eight. I don't know. I think, it was, I think it was five, Fast and Furious 6 didn't have a cool title. It goes Fast wait, 5. See, Which one was it? Maybe I think I saw six. It's, seven. it's one of them that I didn't see. Which one was Four six? is Fast and Furious. Five is Furious 5. Fast and Furious 6 didn't have a cool title. It was just called Fast and Furious 6. And then seven was Furious 7? No. What was seven? No, no, no. Jason Statham showed up in seven. Okay, so, so that's the one. Let me get the door. <laughs> Yo, that guy that just email is going crazy. <laughs> He's like, oh, the details you can't remember. <laughs> what the fuck? You don't remember shit about Fast and the Furious? <laughs> so no, okay. So seven is when Decker Shaw showed up. Okay. So that means six was... So then which one was six? Six must have been the other Shaw. Because one Shaw dies... And that's when Deckard Shaw shows up in the next movie. Well, no, 
Does the other Shaw die? I don't think he dies. Well, remember, he, wasn't he in eight? They mentioned him in eight. Oh, that's right. He does come back. Wait, doesn't he come back as a good guy too? I don't remember nothing. Oh my god, <laughs> the details. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, audience? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Literally, what I just said is happening. <laughs> What's that? We're idiots. Because oh. I was like, I know it was only one. There was one I didn't see. I saw all of them. But so, yeah, Owen Sh- Luke Evans was in. He was six. Oh, he came back. Then he come back in Furious Eight. That's what I was saying. He came back in Eight. Yeah, the the Bad Shaw. Yeah, the other bad, the original Bad Shaw, Dracula Shaw. <laughs> so yeah, so 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 six six is the other Shaw. Dracula Shaw. Seven is Deckard Shaw. Then, Jaws Shaw. I mean, uh, Meg Shaw. <laughs> then eight was the other chick. The, the dreadlock, blonde hair, Felicity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this series is stupid. <laughs> I just don't want you describing it. Anyway. So, okay, uh, seven is the one I didn't see. Okay. All right. So the one with uh, Good Shaw. No. Well, now he's Good Shaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But when he, was bad, when he killed Han. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, now we figured it out. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, so for emails, our first email comes from Danny Villasenor. Again, he's got a question of the week. Hey, guys, so here's the question of the week. Where's the Young Justice Part 2 review at? Stay nerdy, my blurries, and as always, go Beyond Plus Ultra. Well, we just talked about that. Yeah, we literally just talked about that. Um, we were going to be talking about that next week, bro, so stay tuned for that. Uh, next email comes from <laughs> another DC one. Uh, Elliot Clark, what the fuck is DC doing? Hey, guys, big fan of the podcast. I feel like you guys definitely capture my feelings towards nerd culture. With that said, what the fuck is DC doing over there? The have a shit, have a shit streaming service? The have a shit streaming service that instead of putting things like Pennyworth, nobody wants, or even the big, I didn't watch that either. Have you watched that? No. I actually heard it was good. Is that fucked up? (laughs) Yeah. It's fucked up, right? I heard it was good. Is it? (laughs) I heard it's, it's surprisingly brutal. And I heard that it pays homage to the Dark Knight series. But how, though? <laughs> who uh, is he fighting? <laughs> I don't know who's fighting, but the, the Alfred's based on the Alfred from uh, Dark Knight. And it's like, it's not, it's like rated R-ish. Like, it's got that level of, like, brutality. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. So maybe we should be DC Week next week. I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, it's out. So we watch Alfred and Young Justice. Um, I guess it makes sense, because, uh, I think What's-His-Face comes out tomorrow. Hush. Oh, shit. You know what else we didn't fucking review? Man, we were trash. We Batman, fa- Batman changed it too. Ninja Turtles <laughs> and Batman. Did you watch it? No. Me either. <laughs> I watched part of it, but I haven't finished it. It's good, though. Yeah, so, so I far. guess next week is DC week. So just, Young Justice, Hush, Bat- Ninja Turtles, Penny There's Word. no movie, right? Uh, is there a movie? Yeah, there is. What's the movie? Uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. The fuck is that? The horror movie that I showed you with the bug, the cockroach or whatever coming out the woman's oh, cheek. Oh, is that the story, uh, the movie that's based on that book? Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. I never read those books. I never read the books either. It was so, okay. So you were a movie, not a book. So so horror in DC. I'm cool with that. DC's basically horror sometimes anyway. And I guess, well. Did you ever watch Swamp Thing? Maybe. Eh. What? Because this is DC too, actually. But The Kitchen, that comes out this weekend too. The fuck is The Kitchen? <laughs> Like the kitchen sink, like the thing that they fought in the BVS, like the, the, <laughs> movie, the movie, 
the movie about the the female mobsters. The kitchen. The kitchen. Pause. Pause, guys. We're gonna take a quick intermission. I'm gonna not an intermission, but a break, so Jordan can watch the trailer. I don't understand what this is. (laughs) (laughs) The kitchen. First of all, it sounds sexist. It's about women, and it's called the kitchen. (laughs) But it's DC. Times change. You do what you gotta do. From kids. Most employers don't want mothers. It's a competitive market. You don't know me. For money, you survive. Now might be the time. For what? For you. Our husbands have 24 months left on their sentences. Sorry, baby. This is the Irish mob, organized crime. We're gonna take care of you. You girls are gonna be just fine. We got no money. Can't even make the rent with what they gave me last night. They didn't want me in the family in the first place. 40 years we pay protection and we don't get nothing for it. They have been telling us forever that we are never gonna do anything but have babies. Bunch of men that have forgotten what family means. So we remind them. You're pretty mama. Pretty doesn't matter, it's just a tool women use. What? Anything we want. What do you want? We are gonna have crews everywhere. I can see you got brains, and I know you got money. But we got one thing that you don't. We got criminals. I told you we can't go around working for a bunch of women. You are not smarter than me. I will wipe you off the face of the earth. I don't want you to do it. Just to be clear, now we run this neighborhood. So to quote our iTunes reviewer. And we're back. Or to quote our emailer, yes. What the fuck is DC doing? What? We don't have a Man of Steel 2, but we have the kitchen. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't know about that. No, I did not. I never heard of that. And that's a DC Vertigo property. What? Mm -hmm. Is it called the kitchen in the comics? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I've never heard of it. What the fuck? (laughs) I mean, I have zero interest in that. But it looks really interesting, if that makes any sense. Like, me personally, I'm not interested in a, in a movie like that. But the fact that it's two comedic actresses, but they're not playing comedic I'm curious. Roles. I'm like, so is it just a realistic movie? Like, is this... Because, is this well, I know Batman's not going to show up or anything like that. Because it's supposed to take place in the 70s. Well, it says it's Vertigo, right? So it's not even like DC Universe proper. Yeah, but so what? It's like... Constantine is like was was originally like Vertigo, but they still integrated him into yeah. But maybe this wasn't or this, like the milestone characters. This could have just been like a like a side story type of thing, like just about these women being gangster, <laughs> like Tiffany Haddish and uh, what's her face as non comedic like roles. That's interesting. I'm not gonna watch it, but <laughs> but yes, again, what the fuck is DC doing? Uh, let's see what he was talking about. Let's see what Elliot was talking about. With that said, what the fuck is DC doing over here? Uh, <coughs> da, 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 Alfred, Arrowverse crossover. Oh, or even their big Arrowverse crossover, or maybe create more animated. Wait, I lost this thing. They have shit. They have a shit streaming service that instead of putting things like Pennyworth that nobody wants. Or even their big Arrowverse crossover, or maybe create more animated content they're so good at. 
They do none of that. And Greenlight movies nobody asked for. What the kitchen? <laughs> it makes me sad because they butcher so many great characters. What can, oh, what can fix the problem besides going out of business and Disney buying it? If you guys were put in charge, what I highly doubt Disney Disney will buy. <laughs> this is like, ill. I don't want that. Honestly, like, I don't want I don't want them to, because then that limits competition. Like, if you don't, if you own everything, then you won't have to try harder to beat the competition. And they're almost at that point. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, they like, really are. Yeah. Um, what can fix the problem besides going out of business and Disney buying it? If you guys were put in charge, what would be your plan to fix DC's shitty entertainment? What characters or stories would you pick? P.S. How you guys feel about gay Aquaman? I'm all for it. <laughs> well, clearly, uh, Ellie is ahead of us in our Young Justice news <laughs> with the gay Aqualad comment. Um, I mean, but how would you fix? If we were, if suddenly we were the Kevin Feige's of this DC universe, I think we've even answered this question before. But let's let's give Elliot an answer. What what would you do? What would be the broad strokes to fix the universe? Honestly, I'd reboot it at this point. At this point, after Justice League tanked, I would have just been like soft reboot. Maybe keep Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, but that's it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so Aquaman was pretty good. I'm gonna probably keep Jason Momoa too. I would probably, hmm. Flashpoint. Cause I'm, cause I'm, cause I'm thinking, cause I'm like, would I keep the same? Would I keep Henry Cavill as Superman? I think I would keep Henry Cavill as Superman. I mean, do you have an alternative? Like I don't, so I would say keep him too, just cause I don't have like somebody. I'm like, oh, I want this person to be Superman so bad. Like, no, you, yeah, exactly. I don't have, I don't have an alternative yeah. unless you get Tyler Hecklin. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave him for TV. <laughs> but no, I would keep Henry Cavill as Superman, and I would keep Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. But I would, I would reboot the universe again, starting with uh, and then Jason Momoa as Aquaman, because that that did over like well, I think that made a billion dollars. Yeah. I think Flashpoint's the answer. Not even I don't even know if necessarily Flashpoint. I was I would just do it again, starting with say. Uh, the 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 Batman movie that's coming out. Oh, the Batman. You yeah, the Batman. So and that works because it's a prequel too. That would be like have that be like a year one, mm. and that would be like the start of the new universe. But the problem is when you're you. Like, the reason why I say Flashpoint is because I'm a continuity junkie. I love continuity, and even the shitty continuity, if you can like retcon it in a way that's like that makes sense, I'm all for it. So I, I don't need comic book Flashpoint, but give me a Flashpoint like right after Justice League tanked. And Aquaman did well. Shazam did well. I'll be like, prioritize a Flash movie, and let's make our own version of Flashpoint. And no, it doesn't have to be exactly like the comics, but do it well. And if you do it well, that way you can keep elements from the old universe, but still reboot it. Like, you see, I like continuity too, but I feel like Flashpoint is way too big to do right now. But that's why I'm not saying do the 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 version of it that we got in the comics, especially considering we haven't even gotten a Flash movie yet, and that's the first that's the first thing we're gonna do. Yeah, I think you can do it though. Just, I don't. I don't like that. But even think about the animated movie. That was a one-off. You, I, you establish that we know who Barry Allen. Yeah, is. but the animated movies are different than, than, than the stat like the full main uh, shared universe of the movies. Well, for a person going into it, because like because like the animated movies are specifically like they do specific comic book runs and they're specifically for comic book fans. Because like. But, but think about regular person, mom and pop or whatever. They're not going to see like 
Batman and Superman public enemies, the still, animated the animated movie. I hear you, but still, a person that would go into see Flashpoint, the animated movie, Cold Turkey, the movie still did enough to establish who Barry Allen is and what what he can do and what he did to change the universe. So you know what I mean? All you need is a basic framework of what the DC universe is, and you fill in the blanks. I think in the same way, since we know nothing about Ezra Miller's Flash, you can still establish that movie as a solo Flash movie, and then everything else changes from there. Like, all you have to do is do enough where you can establish who this Barry Allen is, and his actions ripple throughout the entire universe. I think you do it. Well, no, actually, no, no. I want to see evil DCEU characters. Like, evil Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, that'd be tough. Evil bro Jason Momoa Aquaman, that'd be tough. Part of me is like, now that I think about it, I don't even know if I would keep Henry Cavill as as Superman, because I'm like, I don't know if I want... Superman to be so much older than Batman. Oh, you mean with uh, Pattinson? Yeah, with Pattinson. How old is Pattinson? He's like 30. And how old's Cavill? 30, 32. How old's Cavill? I think he's almost 40. Hold on, let me see. It's not that much older. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's like, I don't know if I want Superman and Batman to be that big of an age difference. I feel like they should be closer. Yeah, maybe if they were... T- I'm trying to imagine Robert Pattinson and Henry Cavill talk. I feel like it would, be, it would look like Cavill's older. I don't know. Hmm. I also haven't seen Henry Pattinson Cavill's, in a movie. Henry Cavill's thirty six. Oh, that's like the same wait. age. How old is Robert Pattinson? Gotta be thirty something. Oh, okay. So Robert Pattinson's thirty three. Oh, oh, wow. He's literally Batman year. Okay. So yeah, that works perfectly. So yeah, I, yeah. So I guess that yeah, that yeah, works then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would love to see thin ass like like how he did Steve Rogers and Captain America one do that to Henry Cavill for like his just you know his super thin Superman and Flashpoint. But yeah, but like Wonder Woman, you don't have to touch because Wonder Woman's taking place in the past. Yeah. So you can keep that continuity the same. Would you want to see evil Wonder, evil Gal Gadot? I barely want to see good Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> she can't act. Yeah. <laughs> it's the people around her that makes her, that makes it good. I always forget that she was in Fast and the Furious too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I was I would start restart the continuity with Batman like year one, and then like pull like a Halloween or a Terminator. Be like all those other movies, they don't matter. I see. I don't like that. I it's so close. Like it, if it was like ten years ago, and then we did that 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 restart, it'd be one thing. But because the movies are still so fresh in our memory. Like you gotta acknowledge them. Yeah, they are. They are. But at the same time, it's like so was Spider Man. But they was like, nope, doesn't matter. We're rebooting it. We got Tom yeah. Holland. We got Tom Holland. But they had an angle, which was let's inject all of the MCU continuity into it. Sometimes to the detriment of Spider-Man, but they had an angle. So I think in the same way, I think maybe your answer is just to just restart it. But my answer is keep the continuity and do Flashpoint. I think it could work. I don't even like the continuity. <laughs> so but that's why you're getting you're, you're acknowledging it exists, but we all hate it, so we're getting rid of it. <laughs> and then you can you can pick and choose elements to keep. And it would make sense. Plus, I want to see Gal Gadot stab uh, Shazam. Can you imagine that? Like, with the live-action like versions of the characters? That'd be dark. <laughs> it would. I still don't want it. <laughs> oh, my God. You imagine if, she, if Gal Gadot, as an evil Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman killed the little black girl? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, all my hatred. <laughs> they never do that. It's too Rac- dark. Racism. <laughs> um... Da, 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 da. 
Oh, that was the end of his email. Thank you, Elliot. That was a good discussion. Uh, next email comes from... And Gay Aqualad, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But I'm like, he's already gay in a comic, so like, who cares? <laughs> I'll get to it. <laughs> uh, New York Rap Revival, Best Animated Universe. Yo, you dudes have the best podcast in the multiverse. Wow, the multiverse. multiverse. <laughs> I doubt that's true. I, I would like to believe that even the multiverse, there's a version of us that do this way better. <laughs> there's a version of us that has a full production value and <laughs> yeah. we're paid. <laughs> Earth One Us is awesome. <laughs> Was debating with my fam on who had the better animated catalog slash universe, mid-90s Marvel, X-Men, Spider-Man, Silver Surfer, Hulk, Fantastic Four, or 90s or 2000s Superman, Batman Beyond, Justice League, JLU, Static Shock. Both are iconic and both are problematic. My choice is DC, but love to hear what you guys take it. Wait, what? Problematic. What's problematic? Wait, what? Read that again? The last part? No, the whole thing. (laughs) Wow, you weren't even listening. (laughs) Uh, he was debating with his family who had the better animated catalog slash universe. Mid-90s Marvel, so like the cartoon... Wait, right? Yeah, the, so the cartoons. X-Men, Spider-Man, Silver Surfer, Hulk, Fantastic Four, or 90s, 2000s DC. Superman, Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Static Shock. He says both are iconic and both are problematic. Why are they problematic? Yeah, why are they problematic? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't understand. Maybe the old Marvel stuff is. I haven't is watched it? that in a long time. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm like, what was problematic in Marvel? How was Black Panther introduced in Fantastic Four back in the day? I don't remember. Remember he? Remember I showed you the clip. He explained everything. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> See, I don't remember what's problematic. But I mean, what would you say is the better catalog? I say DC. I think DC usually has the better catalog overall. Because really, and even in this list, when he listed, X-Men and Spider-Man are like the main two. Those mm. are like what I would say are like quality. But Batman, the animated series, just that alone is like, that's already on, on tier with those two. But then you get Superman animated series, Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Static Shock. Like, it's too much. Yeah, I would say, I would say DC. Like, is there, is there anything I'm missing from Marvel? Like Silver Surfer, Hulk, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer. Iron Man. I don't whatever. even know. Silver Surfer didn't really last that long. I think it was like one season. Yeah. And I, I don't canceled. really remember it. Do you remember the theme song even? I don't no, remember. I don't remember the theme song. I don't, I don't know. But is, no. there anything, is there anything else big other than Spider-Man and X-Men? Those are the two, those are the two big ones. Yeah. Like Iron Man, not really. I mean, kind of, but not really. To make this comparison, you'd have to also include like... Like I feel like... Besides Spider-Man and X-Men, none of the other Marvel cartoons really hit like that. Yeah. They were on, and they were on for a decent amount of time, like the Hulk and Fantastic Four. And reached cult classic status. Not really. Yeah. Like, how many Hulk animated show fans are there? You know what I mean? Like, there's not many. But, like, Batman animated series, Superman, Static Shock, Justice League Unlimited, like... Yeah, like there's people are still talking about those shows to this day. Yeah, like, we who's, are. <laughs> who's talking about Silver Surfer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, that Fantastic Four show is so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is DC's strength. It's always been animated. Um, is that our last email? Yep, that's it for emails. And on that note. Let's get into our topic this week. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I'm sorry. Fast and the Furious presents, presents. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Oh, oh. 
There's two of them and two billion dollars worth of us. If the three of us don't work together, billions of people will die. Your sister is one of the toughest, baddest, most capable women I've ever encountered. No one could do it better. What kind of girl? I see what you're doing. You think I'm stupid? Of course I think you're stupid. Oh, H to the OV. We're gonna need cars and guns. Oh, I can handle that part. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring this here, Mama. Luke, this is your home. Go You're gonna get one star more and ass whoopee. I'm like Superman. Here comes a cryptobat. Rabbi never gives up. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. Oh! No, this is no good. We're going for a ride! Shoot actors like movie directors. Welcome to my island, mother! Neither love me or leave me alone. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... For those that don't know our rating system here on Blurred Vision, though, I'm going to drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Ketchupon. Um, so, yeah, man. This crossover everybody's been waiting for, except for Vin Diesel, because <laughs> because of the beat between him and Dwayne Johnson. I'm sure he did not want to see this movie made. And Tyrese. Yeah, and Tyrese. <laughs> Uh, but that's just because Tyrese and Vin Diesel didn't want it made did not mean there weren't some uh, other big name celebrities that made appearances in this fucking movie that did want to see it made. Dwayne Johnson's got a lot of friends. He does. And like I was just like, what? You're in this movie and no one talks about it. It was not in any trailers or anything. It's so random. <laughs> yeah, that was surprise. It was a lot. It was a lot of surprise cameos. It's a couple surprise cameos. But what I would say wasn't a surprise was and a fear of mine. That didn't, I said even when we talked about the trailers, I didn't care. But the trailers did spell out exactly every beat of this movie. I said that. <laughs> I know. I knew that. And what did the you trailers. say? Uh, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't care at the time. But I'm be honest. It kind of it did hurt my 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 excitement for the movie throughout. I found myself, and that's another thing. The movie was kind of long. It was longer than I think a movie like this should be for something that's just supposed to be mindless fun. Why is it over two hours? Because I started getting bored in the halfway point. Like, I was just like, oh, all right, let's just get to the fucking Samoan battle because I know it's coming. <laughs> let's get to the final battle in the, the waterfall cave or whatever it looked like in the trailers because I know it's coming. Like, let's just get there. Like, when I know what the set pieces are, I'd rather not spend so much time getting there. Though I will say the comedy in this movie did a good job of, of, of getting me from points A to B and not being too bored. But I was bored. There were moments where I did look at my watch like, all right, when are we going to be done with this? <laughs> I don't know if you felt the same way at all. I did not. You did not. You, were, I, you had a great time start to finish. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Then clearly I've just become numb. But actually, this is the same thing I have with John Wick. Like, I, if, it, if, it's mo- it's if it's not story things. because you're trash. No, because you're trash. <laughs> you like, that's why you like John Wick <laughs> super too. You just like things ex- like explosions and lights and action. Because <laughs> I'm eclectic. Eclectic. <laughs> I think I'm just a story guy. Like if I if I don't dial into the story or the characters, I get bored with just action. Comedy helps. 
And I think this movie was genuinely funny. But I feel like it needs... It also needs story to keep me anchored. But I will say that it has that over John Wick. The characters I liked a lot more. And it's, it all comes from that chemistry between Dwayne Johnson and um, Jason Statham. I don't know. What was that? <laughs> I was trying to think of his name. And to think of Jason, Jason Statham's name, I had to do like a karate pose. Yeah, he, did a, he just did a karate pose when he said Jason Statham's name. Jason I was Statham. Like, what, is, what is that? <laughs> you see the bottle cap challenge he did? That fucking shit was epic, dude. Uh, Where he did like the, the back, ho- back roundhouse kick against the bottle and the cap went flying. That's what they all did. <laughs> but he started the trend. Or at least he made it big anyway. But yeah, so what did you think about Jason, uh, Jason Statham? What did you think about Hobbs and Shaw? What did you think about in terms of the, the Fast and the Furious Rock, franchise Rock overall? Rock and Statham? Yeah, Rock and Statham. <laughs> well, how did you feel about it in terms of the Fast and the Furious franchise overall? And give your rating, and then we'll jump into spoilers right after. Uh, honestly, if Hobbs and Shaw ends up replacing... Like, there's no more Fast and Furious franchise movies or whatever. It's just Hobbs and Shaw. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. But, but neither of us are also big Fast and Furious fans. They've gotten better as the time. Like, I've enjoyed them more as they've gotten, like... More like superhero movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that that's just shows you that's not our, like, our but thing. But overall, it's just... It's still it's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it is stupid. But, uh... Yeah, as much as, much as I always rail against movies... Or not movies, but trailers that show you the whole movie because I hate that. Yeah. I didn't have that much of a problem in this movie because more so times than not, like when you're going into any type of Fast and Furious movie, you're not going for the plot. Nope. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Even this, it was literally like yeah, like they make they get? make a joke about they make a joke about the plot doesn't matter in this movie, and that's I think that's why I didn't wasn't really that bored because I'm like. And and this is one of, this is one of the things about like they established what this movie is from the very beginning. And Super spies. There's a I mean even just describing the plot it sounds like every other movie like this. There's a fucking super virus and we've got to stop the super virus and there's an evil organization trying to stop us from stopping the super virus and the leader of the organization is a disembodied evil voice like the claw. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you hear that? <laughs> but yeah, they established that this movie is not to be taken that seriously from the from the very beginning yeah, like it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. So <laughs> So that's why I'm like, okay, even though I know where this movie is going, literally every, I could piece together every single act based on what I've seen in the trailer. Mm -hmm. I was along for the ride because I enjoyed the chemistry between Dwayne, the rock Johnson and Jason Statham. Like they were the things that made this movie work. Mm -hmm. And also Vanessa Kirby's Hattie, the sister. Yeah, she was good. She was very, she was very good. Yeah. I'm like, I also like the. Even though she was totally a damsel in distress, even though at every possible moment she was either captured or whatever, at least they let her save herself, like every time. Yeah. Like she was like, she, again, she's very generic. She's the plot device. She's like the person that has the virus yeah, she's in her the blood. Mag- she's the MacGuffin. Yeah. So they have, to, they have to protect her the whole movie. But at the same time, every time she's like in a situation where she's captured, she ends up getting herself out of it. And sometimes even saving them. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, I mean. There's not much to say about like there's not much to say about this movie. Like what you see in the trailer is exactly it. Yeah. It's exactly what you get. So it's like if you watch the trailer and you didn't like that, then you're not gonna like this movie. But if you watch the trailer and saw 
and you, you got some type of level of enjoyment from what you saw in the trailer, then I, I, I feel like you would like this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and with, and I feel like with me, like, even <laughs> though it was very, it was very predictable. Oh yeah. I feel like they threw in enough surprise, like talking about the, the cameos and all the other stuff, like, and, and the fact that I would say this is the, the, the most comedic of all the Fast and Furious type movies. That's a good point. It is. It definitely is. Yeah. So there was enough fucking fly. There's a fly. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> but yeah, so there was enough. There was enough of that that kept me interested. Like, mm. I think if the movie was shorter, I would have it, lost. Did it thinking. have like a profound plot? Like, no, it wasn't the Fuck profound no. plot, or Idris Elba wasn't like the most compelling villain that I've ever seen. But I had enough fun with the movie that I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> so. You're not, you, you say it like you're apologizing to me. Like, no, because no, you were just like, you just like, hey, I didn't like it. It was so boring. No, I did not say it I had, didn't like it. It had, <laughs> it had magic in it. What? <laughs> it kind of did. I don't like magic. <laughs> and yeah, that's the thing. Like, these movies, at this point, these movies have become pure superhero. Like, to the point that they're literally fighting a supervillain now. Bro. I know they do, a, like, they, they literally do an expositional thing where, oh, no, the reason why... Idris Elba is bulletproof because his suit is bulletproof. But there are moments where The Rock doesn't have the bulletproof suit and he's basically bulletproof. Like, actually, I don't, it's not sports to talk about it. I can just talk about it now. The scene that you see in the trailers where, first of all, the fact that they, they, the scene in the trailer of them falling down the building and Dwayne Johnson is punching the guy as they're falling and Jason Statham is going down the elevator... That scene in the trailer does not do that scene justice. Because when you show that scene uncut and you realize that, yes, The Rock is in free fall down a skyscraper, basically hits the ground at full force. Yeah. And it's fine. Not, it's- and not only, not even just that, but then even before that, he's gra- he's holding on to the rope. Yes. There, no, there's, no, there's burn. no burn. Yeah, there's no burns no on his hand. Burn. Yeah, friction, like. Like you burn your hand. He wasn't wearing a. It's not like he it was like, oh, well, he's wearing a glove. Nope. So of course, no, it was his bare hands. Like you can burn your hand sliding down a rope, like just do it in a gym, like doing like a, like a, you know what they do in high school, like the the rope climb. And he's going several stories, bro. Several stories. No calluses, nothing on nothing. his hand. <laughs> and then when they hit the car at the end, and they both hit the car like full force, and yeah, he just elbows a superhuman. They, they've established that. But the Rock's a guy. There's glass and shit on his arms. Like, he's got, his, his arms are fully exposed. No blood. Not a drop. I'm like, yo, he, he, he brushes off glass shards from his arm. I'm like, where's your skin made out of? <laughs> are you Luke Cage? Admantium. <laughs> it's gotta be. He might as well be Luke Cage. So that's what I was saying. Like <laughs> these movies, these Fast and Furious movies have become superhero franchises yeah. at this point. Like well, you had the last one where The Rock was he had a broken arm, but he needed his Flex other arm. Shit. He just flexed it. He broke the cat. I'm like, is that how casts work? No, like, that's how bones work. Remember when he pushed the fucking missile out the way? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, at this point, it makes sense for him them to be fighting literal supervillains. Like I wouldn't be if. The Fast and Furious franchise does not go to space at some point. It's gotta. It's gotta. Or, oh, you know what I've seen as a theory? That makes so much sense. Transformer crossover. Because if you even in this movie, there are literally Transformer sounds. Did you hear that? I mean, I mean hell, you saw his fucking his motorcycle? His motorcycle, yes! <laughs> his motorcycle was literally a Transformer! <laughs> he 
he whistles for it. It can, it can, it can transform like the Batmobile motorcycle. But no, in the, in the last scene, again in the trailers, where uh, he just elbows in the helicopter and the rock is holding. Is the, holding on to the helicopter. Like bro, full Captain America style. Bro. I'm like, are you a super soldier? Like, bro. this makes sense for Captain America, but not for you. <laughs> like, what are you. Like. At this point, I'm like, he's genetically engineered too. Like, he's a super soldier. It's all super soldiers fighting each other. If they reveal that at the end, I wouldn't even be surprised. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> but no, in that scene, the sound effect for the helicopter, while it's like straining against the, the wire or whatever, and straining against Dwayne Johnson's massive strength, the sounds are like Transformer sounds. It sounds like... I was like, wait, what? If this helicopter becomes Starscream, I swear to God. <laughs> so... Because of the because of the ridiculous nature of this movie, and but the fact that they pretty much established that this movie is going to be ridiculous, because you know certain movies where they do they they do certain things, you're just like oh bullshit, like you have more of a problem with this because no, they take it they take they take it seriously, and then all of a sudden you're like wait 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 yeah, how did that happen? That doesn't make any sense. With this movie, it's like no. We already set it up in the beginning that this movie is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, so. I was I was I was down for the ride and and uh so I mean yeah it's not the best movie ever but for what it was I would give it a more than passable Okay 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 more than passable that's fair Um uh, and don't get it twisted like I I might be saying like I should ridiculous all oh, that's stupid but honestly my favorite moments in this movie were the things that made me audibly in my fucking theater go what the fuck <laughs> like those are my favorite moments in this movie like what no Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love those moments. Um, I think that's what the strength of this movie is. The fact that it is in a cartoon and it's unapologetic about it. Like That's why I like the Fast and the Furious movies more now. Because they don't take themselves as seriously. Um, so, oh, like even the part, this is in the trailer too, where the sister was running on top of those like... Uh, what the fuck are those things called? Those compartments? What? And she was doing like a super jump. And you could tell... Like the, what? What was those things? I don't. I don't know what the the actual name of the of the. But they were like she was running on top like those those things. Compartments? They're not compartments, but I don't. I can't think of the the cars. The word. I don't know. No, they weren't cars. Uh-huh. But you know how um pickup trucks will have that little thing in the back where they have the stuff. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I hear come out. So it's like she was. And you could clearly tell she was on wires. Oh yeah. It's like how are you jumping that high? <laughs> it's like just even stuff like that. It's like bullshit. Like there's no way she's jumping that fucking high. Like she's fucking Captain America. No, she's Black Widow. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of her being Black Widow, the scene <laughs> where her and Dwayne Johnson fight, and she does like the, the like the classic leg lock around his head thing, and then. It's like he doesn't want to actually fight her, fight her for real, because he's trying to take her in without hurting her. Well, that wasn't in the trailer. Don't talk about it. That wasn't in the trailer? No. All right, I'll save it. But what he does, <laughs> yeah, you right. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I was about. like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that moment. Um, but yeah, so my complaints isn't that I don't like it. It's just that I felt like, if it's a cartoon, keep it short. It didn't have to be two hours plus long. I feel like the, 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 it's also not like that we spend that time developing characters at all. Like, if it was character development, this where I actually felt for the characters by the end, I would be more okay with a two hour plus movie. But because this movie, by the end of it, it's not like I, I got this 
deep understanding of Shaw and, and Hobbes' characters. And it's like, oh, now I get why they're friends. You did. They don't like each other. <laughs> but it's like all, it's two hours. I'm just like, just doing the same joke over and over again. Like, I hate you. I hate you too. I fucking hate you. I hate you more. And yeah, a lot of that's funny. But I feel like some of it could just be like, all right, well, maybe don't get rid of their chemistry scenes, but just cut down on some of the exposition between the big set pieces. And maybe you can get that two hour plus runtime down to like an hour and a half, hour 40. And I think that that would have done a lot to make me feel like less of a drag toward the end. Because it wasn't like it was dragging hard for me. It was just that I felt like, all right, when when are we going to get to the... And it's also a product of knowing where it was going. Because we've seen the trailers. So I was like, all right, when are we going to get to the fucking island battle? I know that's coming. Let's get past this like this car chase scene. Let's get past this, oh, Shaw's talking to the, the dark, shadowy figure. Which we never... Who is that? Do we know who that is? We're going to find out in the sequel. Oh, the f- <laughs> These cliffhangers. I don't know enough about the Fast and Furious franchise to even guess. I don't even know that Dr. Claw, who that would be. Yeah, I don't know who that is. They keep teasing like, oh, you know me. You know me. I'm like, do we? I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not even, I don't know. It's probably not even going to be somebody we know from the franchise. Oh, that'd somebody be so Hobbs, Hobbs knows or maybe. I don't know. I was somebody in the franchise. But again, I don't know the franchise enough to even guess. Um... But yeah, the, the the things I think that were the strongest in the movie were things oh, it's like... it's going to be another f- famous cameo. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> but the action, Idris Elba as the villain, what they did with his character, just in terms of like uh, his action choreography, uh, that was really cool. His premise as a character I really liked. And because of Idris Elba, he fucking sold it. Like, I've seen people talk about this line online too. Uh, Armageddon, Shmarmageddon. Shit like that is so fucking ridiculous. But the fact that you just elbow could sell it and make me go, okay, I like this guy and I like this character, even though anywhere else it'd be like the most generic B level sci fi villain. But here it works because, like we said, it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, like you said, if, if this was the only Fast and Furious from now on, I'd be totally fine with that. Like, and they even did enough in this movie to establish that. Okay, maybe the family isn't other gangsters. Maybe the family is Jason. I mean, Jason Momoa, uh, the Rock Samoan family. I li- I even like that. Yeah, although it would have been cool if uh, J- Jason Momoa was in the movie. He should have been the fucking brother. Instead yeah, he should have been uh, the brother. What's his name? Triple H? No. Triple H. Who was his brother? Was a wrestler. I don't remember what the wrestler's name is. It's definitely not Triple H. Not Triple H. <laughs> Fuck. What's his name? I don't know. Whatever. Again, the detail guy is like, why don't you remember things? <laughs> but for a rating, just based on the comedy alone, that I did have a fun time. I my only real complaint is I wish it was shorter. I'd give it a little more than passable. It was a fun time. I can't complain. I had a good time. And I think I did enjoy this more than any Fast and the Furious movie. I'm actually not looking forward to Fast and Furious 9. I actually wanted this to cancel that series. <laughs> I mean it might. <laughs> I mean, it can't because it's already being produced. No. Fast and Furious 9 at least has to come out. And then the fact that it won't have Hobbs and Shaw on it, you took out the most like the most interesting characters. More so Hobbs. Shaw you don't necessarily need. I liked him, though. I liked him in Fast and Furious 8. Right? Uh, Hobbs. No, Shaw. No, I'm saying Hobbs, I feel like. Because Fast and Furious 5... Is really when I started to get interested into the in the franchise, and that's when The Rock showed up. Yeah, 
four, I was kind of four. I was kind of like, all right, this is a little bit better, but it's not till five that I was like, all right, now I'm kind of invested. But who's your top two favorite characters from Fast and Furious Eight? That's us. Well, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs, yeah, Hobbs exactly. And Shaw. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's get into spoilers uh, and talk about some of those cameos. The fact that they got Ryan Reynolds. As Deadpool, basically. Yeah. Just straight up Deadpool. Straight up Deadpool. I fucking love that, though. But, I mean, any movie that Ryan Reynolds is... He was Deadpool before he was Deadpool. Like, Ryan Reynolds is the same... Kind of like you think about... Not uh, like Denzel Washington or whatever. Like, they're the same character in any movie that they're in. They're good, but they're always the same type of person. Yeah, but I feel like after Deadpool now, he's really dialed into the Deadpool persona and how he delivers jokes. Like he always had those mannerisms, but I feel like like take um take him. In that's why I'm saying he was Deadpool before he was Deadpool. Yeah, that's sure. just Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean how they write him. So like take him in this movie compared to how he was in the movie with uh, Nick Fury with Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel, I mean he, he was, was still, still Deadpool. I was gonna say he was still the same. Yeah, yeah he was Deadpool ish, but in this definitely even more like Deadpool. Especially like the the cute banter he has with the Rock, where he's like, "We're best friends." <laughs> or even with the weird thing he had was with his daughter trying to get her in on the information. Yeah, he's like, "Wow, you sound just like your father. It's uncanny." <laughs> like, what? Can you have you both on the phone at the same time? Like, that's that's straight up Deadpool. Even like the the pop culture references where he brings up Game of Thrones and they make all those Game of Thrones jokes. Yeah, fucking loved it though. Hilarious. And then of course because the Rock is best friends with Kevin Hart. Yeah, the fact that Kevin Hart showed up out of nowhere, I was like, how many people are in this movie? And then they get, and maybe this is why it also was a longer movie. They get long scenes. Like, the Kevin Smith joke goes on for a while because they're in that airplane. And yeah, it's just, just Kevin like, Hart. I said Kevin Smith? You said Kevin Smith. God damn it. I met Kevin Hart. And he's, he's just doing a Kev, all Kevin Hart jokes where he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm big like you guys. I'm just as masculine yeah. alpha. <laughs> like you guys need a, a third of, Yeah, a bunch of alphas. <laughs> yeah, us three alphas. He's like, he's like doing a voice. He's like, why is your voice like that? What are you talking, what are you about? talking about? Like pulling a Star-Lord? Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is straight up has become the MCU. And I'm okay with it. I had a good time with that. Yeah. They even did a fucking uh, airport humor. Just like for Spider-Man Homecoming or Spider-Man Far From Home, I mean. With Dwayne Johnson, that that scene where he gets stopped in the uh... my cock small, yeah, my cock small. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my cock's not. No, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, all that stuff. Like the fact that they were able to keep those cameos secret made like that. That to me, if like if they were to keep some of those action scenes secret, like uh, not in the trailers too, I feel like even that stuff would have a way bigger impact on me. Yeah, I, I, and like I like I say all the time, I hate when movie or trailers show you the majority of the movie before you see the movie. Like, that's the thing I rail against the whole time. Yeah. But the thing that prevented this like this movie from being that predictable and so boring is because you had those surprise cameos and the fact that this movie was so funny and I wasn't expecting it to be. Because, like I said, most of the Fast and Furious movies, they have humor, but they're not as funny as this one. Yeah. And the scenes that are... So that that's they, what made it... That's what made it... That's what kept it from being boring. Yeah. And the comedic scenes they show in the trailers, at least... When they show the full versions of those scenes, they're usually better. Like the like like the joke with um going down the hallway and then Jason Statham putting the guy's face on the eye reader. Yeah. The retinal scanner. Mm-hmm. Like it goes longer in the movie, and I think that added time to the joke made it even funnier. Yeah. So I'm I for stuff like that I'm grateful for. The movie did a good job of showcasing their different action strengths. Yes. Where Jason Statham's more of the martial artist. 
That's the thing. In the beginning of the movie, I I even like the the cinematography slash direction in the beginning where they did like the cool parallel between Hobbs and Shaw, like waking up in the morning, making like how they start their day, what their lives are like. Rock drinking like four eggs is his breakfast. That's just his real life. Like they yeah, just filmed real, him. Yeah, that's his real life. That's what I was saying in the movie. I'm like, so they just filmed him before. This is before the movie started. They just woke up and was like, Rock, let me just see your daily routine. For fucking sure. And the Rock, like, I, I'm still impressed by the Rock in terms of like how far he's come as an actor. Like I, it always sometimes just like blows my mind that he's the Rock, that he's the wrestler that I once upon a time was doing movies like Arnold Schwarzenegger did with like uh, the remember that babysitter bullshit he was in, where he was like a babysitter. No, you don't remember that. I don't remember that. He was like wearing a tutu and shit. Oh, the Tooth Fairy. Was was that what it was called? Yeah, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that one. I didn't see it either. But like the bullshit movies he used to be in, but like to build his resume from that and stuff like this, where the scenes that he has with his daughter, I kind of wish that they did lean more into like some some emotional stuff for his character because it's yeah because I, I, I think it was the first time they even showed he had a daughter i don't remember them in showing the series? That, i don't remember them showing that in other movies or maybe i just don't remember because we don't remember we don't remember the details yeah word did anybody visit him in the hospital when he when he broke off the cast with his flex i don't remember me either fuck <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the chemistry was great like the the conversation between him and his daughter or even with him and his brother you saw him like tearing up like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That stuff was all great. Yeah. Like, Dwayne Johnson. That's some, Thumbs yeah, up. That's, yeah. that's some acting. And the fact that his chemistry sells movies. Because even this, like, if his chemistry wasn't there with Shaw, I don't think I would have liked this movie as much. Nearly oh, no, as much. Not exactly. I mean, the movie's called Hobbs and Shaw. If Hobbs and Shaw don't work. The movie doesn't work. Yeah. But just in terms of, like, their comedic chemistry. Like, it's genuinely funny. Yeah. Like, you could... Great example. Men in Black International. Two funny actor actors. We've seen them be good in Thor Ragnarok, Tessa Thompson and, and Chris Hemsworth. But you put them together in a movie without like the strong chemistry naturally, and it's not there. Without the d- director being able to to foster that chemistry, it's not there. But this movie did it aces. That's fucked up. <laughs> well, because I was going to say, I don't necessarily think the reason Men in Black International didn't work was because of them or their chemistry. I think the movie just didn't work because the movie sucked. No, it also fucking sucked. But chemistry would have helped. And, but they had none. Like, we've seen them have great chemistry in Thor Ragnarok. But yeah. they had z- almost zero in Men in Black International. So I think, like, that's interesting. Like, without the comedic chemistry between Shaw and Hobbs and without some of the over-the-top, over-the-top action... It could have been just as bad as Eminem Back International, but it wasn't. It's way better than that. Yeah. I think it's a testament to not only their acting ability, but also the direction and and passion that went into the filmmaking of this. And uh, this the person that directed this was David Leach, who was the one that directed Deadpool 2. Oh, okay. That kind of makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. Um, How did you feel about Idris Elba's character and how spoilers he ends up dying but did he because you don't see a body at the end falls in the water you don't see a body but you saw him die like shut down yeah but you know bullshit (laughs) if they wanted to bring him back it'd be a thing where it's like oh but then he fell into the water and then the water short-circuited the system and then he was able to get his control back he didn't die (laughs) you know that bullshit (laughs) but no i liked i liked uh it just i was kind of like they didn't really go into 
that much of his of his backstory that much. That's the problem. It's very one note. He was very one note, but a cartoon. So, but I was gonna say I didn't have I didn't have a problem because it's Idris Elba. He was able to sell it. Yeah, and I like that they let him use his actual voice, his accent. Oh yeah, for sure. His yeah. delivery on lines with his natural accent was way better, like yeah. and more memorable than if he had probably tried to put on an accent. I'm the Black Superman. Here comes the Kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> Again, even that whole last sequence when he does like that that suplex. On, like he suplexes Idris Elba into the rock. Ha, uh, the fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, movie. The rock suplexes Idris Elba into a, a rock. rock. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> I just put that together. <laughs> but even that, I'm like, yo, his neck should be broken. I, I get it. I mean, oh, even that moment where he fucking caught the car. Oh, Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit was awesome, though. One of my favorite moments in this movie. That chase sequence was that pretty. Sh- I was literally about to say that. That chase sequence was pretty dope, bro. When Even he I was goes, like, "What the?" F-? I was like, "What is this car made of? Like, <laughs> why is it an AI? Why does everyone have these cars?" Yeah, yeah that like- shit was moving on its own. Like, I was like, "Is the- it a dog? He can whistle for it." Yeah. Like, I want to see a whole movie about this character, <laughs> but the moment where he goes underneath the truck. And he like he slides and like makes himself really narrow to get between the small crack. Uh huh. That shit was so epic. Yeah, the way it was filmed. Yes, yeah, that was great. That's why I could see it being the Deadpool two director because like that cinematography style, like you can see everything while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Even when he crashed, that crash was fucking sick looking. Yeah. When he fell through the bus and then landed on the other side. Or even uh, when uh, so Jason, boy, Jason Statham and his sister were driving that little Humvee type car and it was doing like the flip. Yeah. And you saw, you saw like, you saw Shaw. When you, uh, the sister, when she was holding on to the thing and like the slow motion and you saw like, you could see everything basically. Yeah. You know, I just, toward the end, I really felt But like, I was just like, come on, there's no, I don't care how good you are as a driver. There's no way you're doing all this shit in a car. Nah. <laughs> and then they, then they always got to do, do the trick where it's like, oh, if you shift in the turbo like the Power Rangers, that, just, <laughs> that means you're getting real serious for driving. <laughs> It's like, come on now. How many? First of all, at least they homage the original series. But it's like, how many times? Hit that Nas. How many of these cars are, are stick shifts? All of them. It's like they're all stick shifts. I mean, at the end, there was like all six of those cars had like a they nitro tw- boost. Yeah, they had twerk. <laughs> twerk? Isn't that what it's called? Twerk? No, not twerk. Not twerk. Like TW. Twerk. Tork. Yeah. Twerk. Are they saying twerk? <laughs> they had twerk. Twerk, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they all had like the Nas boost or whatever. That whole that whole fucking last sequence where you get it this time. I did. Okay. All right, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> that whole last sequence where like they're bringing down the helicopter with like a like a barrel of monkeys of cars and like trying to weigh down the helicopter. It's so ridiculous. From the set piece of them having a Samoan battle at night with like fire and sticks and they're fighting super soldiers with guns. That, of course, the Samoans have technology that can out-hack super technology. Bullshit. <laughs> it goes from, like, a night set piece to morning to a rain to rain right at the end. Like, what was this weather? Like, yeah. whole, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's no continuity between these scenes. I was like, uh-oh, it's a rainstorm. That means it's the final battle. <laughs> like, literally, as soon as the plane crashed, it's like a bright sun. There's no clouds in the sky. None. <laughs> and granted, remember... Right before that scene, when they're having the big battle, it was dead of night. Then during the battle, it's bright it's, as day. It's daytime, And yeah. then as the helicopter falls, as soon as they all crash land, sh- tropical storm. <laughs> and then when the fight ends, bright as day. <laughs> like, what the 
I mean, if you want to get super nitpicky, like let's talk about the fact that they try to make it seem like Vanessa Kirby and Jason Statham are the same age. Oh, that is creepy though. Where Jason Statham is like fifty something and she's like thirty. So yeah, and they like had like a, flashbacks of them being kids together. Yeah, it's like Ow. a twenty. It says like a twenty year age difference. How are they? <laughs> how are they child? Like they had flashbacks where they're both kids doing like you know, pre- the precursors to gangster shit. Yeah, but I'm like they can't. He would be like twenty, she'd be ten at least. And then where's the brother again? Where's your yeah, brother? Where's your brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. Cause he's alive, right? He didn't die. No, yeah, he's alive. Yeah. So like the, the mom's like, my one wish is that you and your sister will be here. Like I'll, I'll give the movie this. It's not that it's, it's poorly written either. They they at least pay off everything they set up. So like when the mother is like, and they and they parallel the family aspect between Hobbs and Shaw pretty well. So like when the mother of Shaw sets up that like in the beginning, oh, I just want your sister and you to one day be together when I, you come visit me rather than just, just be you. I, I want you guys to get along. And it does get paid off by the end. I'm like, wait, but yeah, the brother's alive. Why not him too? <laughs> no, nobody cares about him. Nobody cares about him, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that stuff like I, I think it's not like a terrible, it's not a, a badly written movie. It's, it's written competently. It just doesn't care about the details that like would make a movie deep. It's like I don't no, we're not you're not here for that. You're not here for fucking the the human condition of Hobbs and Shaw. You're here for dick jokes and <laughs> Yeah, that and, was a lot of dick jokes. Yeah, the high school banter between Hobbs and Shaw and explosions. And god damn it if it didn't deliver. But but in a better way than Michael Bay. <laughs> yes. That's a that's a movie that's has the explosions and like the juvenile, like, uh, sense of of storytelling, but it's not backed up by good writing. But I do chemistry. wonder what the like. Maybe they just forgot because I'm like they got the same mother that they had. Like, so there was continuity there. They got Helen Mirren to come back as the mother. I don't know. So it's like, where's where's, where's they couldn't have forgotten. Like, it's like, but then again, who knows? Maybe they did because I'm like I forgot. I was like, oh yeah, he does have a brother. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're gonna do the X Men rules, where as long as you only kind of remember the last movie, the continuity works. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh, is there anything else I want to talk about in this movie that was cool? Anything else you can think of? Um. No. No, that was. I want to know who. I want to know who. Uh, fucking. Doctor Claw is. <laughs> They, they, they teased it you for the entire why, you movie. You know who I am. And at the times, they were, again, I was like, I wish I knew more about the Fast and Furious franchise. Because at the times, they would even kind of drop his Dr. Claw, I'll get you, Gadget, like that modulation. And you would hear the guy's voice a little bit. And I was like, who is that? I thought they were going to reveal it by the end, but they never did. I thought it was even going to be like the, the brother. I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's the Shaw brother. But no, never even. I mean, that, that, would, that, that would be cool if it is him. Now it's the brothers going against each other. You betray. I thought you were a villain like me. Now you fucking working with this guy. But they already redeemed him, didn't they? Didn't they have him help the the squad in the other movie? Did they? I, I, I want to say I remember a movie where at the end his brother shows up. He's got all like the scars and shit. I'm not, I think, yeah, I think that was uh, eight. That was a okay. So yeah, so now he can't be a villain. He's a good guy. Just he's just MIA for some reason. <laughs> They're all good guys now. <laughs> speaking of MIA, it's like if you're dealing, and I know they do this in the MCU all the time. I get it, 
But it's like, if you're dealing in the same universe with the Fast and the Furious franchise, and we're introduced to a world-ending threat, why didn't they call anybody else? Like, in any other movie, Dwayne Johnson would be like, oh, shit, we need, we need help on this mission. We're going to call the crew. We're going to call Dominic and all those guys. Well, I guess because cause they're good with car racing. There wasn't a whole lot. I mean. There was, though. There, <laughs> no, no, but not a whole lot. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, racing. and. But they're not even just car guys anymore. I thought you said you killed it. I, I killed one. Oh, wow. All these flies. <laughs> no, but. Because uh, it's like, it's right there. They're super spies now. They're not just race car drivers <laughs> or drag racers. Um, they have a particular set of skills now, Michael. They could use the help. Yes, cars. <laughs> Or maybe they're saving that for the Avengers, the Fast and the Furious. Wherever. I'm, but I'm, no, or they're not just saving it all because uh, The Rock's like, I'm not coming back. But okay, that's it for Hobbs and Shaw. Let's get into News of the Week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. No, they just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, you his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? <laughs> Michael News. <laughs> so let's talk about a trailer. It's called Little Monsters. Not to be confused with whatever movie Jordan was talking about called Little Monsters. This one has Lupita Nyong'o and uh, well, I can't think of his name. Josh Gad. Little Monsters. Lieutenant, sir. Why are we here? It's zombies again. Fast ones or slow ones, sir? Slow. Thank God they're slow. Next stop, Pleasant Valley. Having a super fun time on our trip. I want you all in the line in front of me and away we go. Why are we stopping? Must be something in the way. What is it, Miss Caroline? Don't be scared. Who remembers how to play tag? Well, those funny-looking people out there are it. Go away! We have kids out here! Oh my god, I don't give a shit. What's happening? We're all gonna die. Are we gonna die, Miss Caroline? No. It's part of the game. The zombies are not real. But fuck, they're not! It's a bit scary. What do we do when we're scared? What's the song we can sing? If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. We can't stay here indefinitely. I'm not going anywhere. You're bigger idiots than I thought, and I thought you were both the stupidest people I've ever met. Jordan, yes. what did you think of Little Monsters? Well, first I thought Little Monsters was the like a reboot of that old movie with Fred Savage I told you about. I was like, wait, the movie where there's a, the blue imaginary friend like Monsters, Inc. underneath Fred Savage's bed? No, it's not that that this is about. It's about zombies? What? Nakia and fucking uh, Olaf from Frozen versus zombies and they're they're doing an escort mission with little kids, basically? <laughs> like, the premise is really interesting. I've never, ever seen a zombie movie take this kind of angle. And the fact that you have not Nakia of all people was a main character, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm I'm really interested. I love zombies, the zombie genre. So I'm I'm all into this. Yeah, and then the fact that uh, 
it it is rated R, but it's a like it's a, it's a rated R comedy, so it's like a horror comedy. So that 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 makes it more interesting in the fact that it's just a regular. Seems like that it's not just a regular zombie movie; it's a comedic zombie movie. So and it looks and it looks funny. And plus, you know, Josh Gad and Lupita Nyong'o. That seems like an interesting uh, interesting combination. So I'm definitely here for it. If you guys haven't seen the trailer for Little Monsters, check that out. But anyway, so uh, let's talk about the box office. So Jordan, Hobbs and Shaw, it's killing it at the box office. It opened at $60.8 million this weekend, making it the number one at the box office. And also with that being said, comparing it to the other Fast and Furious movies, it makes it the sixth best opening for Fast and Furious, beating out Fast and Furious 2. Too Fast, Too Furious, and The Fate of the the Fast and the Furious, which is, I guess, the first one. And uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And, yeah, so those are the worst. Those are the worst ones. So the sixth one, I mean, it's not that, it's not that high, but it's not that low. It's not, it's not the worst opening. It's still pretty good. Um, and Lion King is number two. Which brings its domestic total to four hundred and thirty million, but it's already passed a billion dollars at this point. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is number three. Spider-Man: Far From Home is still in the top five. Number four, Toy Story is number five, and Crawl is still in the top ten. It brought in two million dollars this weekend, bringing its total uh, domestic total to thirty-six million dollars. So, Crawl is doing pretty well. So that word of mouth is uh. Holding on for uh, Crawl, which definitely deserved because I enjoyed that movie and I'm pretty sure you said you did too, right? Yeah. Also, we talked about <laughs> there not being any justice for Han. Well, um, Jason Statham does weigh in on the whole fact that there was no, that they don't even address the fact that he, he killed Han. And he basically says that, uh, well, look, all we saw was a snapshot of something and we don't know exactly what happened. We don't know the full story. Uh, it's clearly something that needs to be addressed and we can build upon that. Hmm. So according to him, you know, we don't know what the full story is. So I don't know. I feel like they're going to, I feel like they're going to try to cop out because you know how at the end of Hobbs and Shaw, they're like, you guys maybe do things that I didn't want to do or whatever. So they're probably going to go further along with that and basically say, oh, the reason he killed Han wasn't because he wanted to kill Han. It's because whatever this terrorist organization or whatever that, that he was part of with Idris Elba, they made him do it. And that's why he did it. And that's so he was forced. But I'm like, would you be OK with that answer? What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, he wasn't even listening. <laughs> no, I was not. I'm sorry. I'm getting like a bunch of text messages right now. Basically, I said uh, that the whole Justice for Han thing, they're like, well, we don't know the full story. And it's something that we're going to build upon later on. But you, all you saw was a snapshot of what happened, but you don't know the full story. Oh, it's so a right counting. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I, feel like the whole, I feel like the whole thing that they're going to do is uh, the whole terrorist organization. 
I hear you. <laughs> the terrorist organization that he was a part of. They're basically, because remember how at the end of Hobbs and Shaw, it was like, you made me do things that I didn't want to do or whatever. You made me a monster. That they said, And so they're probably going to say the same thing with Han. Like, oh, he killed Han because he, he, he didn't want to, but he did it because they made him or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, even if they do say that, I'm like, would you be okay with that answer? No. <laughs> it's just convenient for the plot. <laughs> Which, you know, that's kind of what this series is all about, so. But, yeah, I, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it'll be a cop-out. But, but Shaw's a good guy now, so you got to have a reason. You got to have a reason for him to kill Shaw to make him still be a good guy. Especially considering Han was... A beloved character in this franchise. But uh, speaking of a beloved franchise, so there's a scene. We talked about the boys last week. There is a scene in the boys that they said was so sexually explicit that Amazon made them cut it out of uh, the movie or of the TV of the TV series. And so uh, Eric Kripke comes out and said, there was this one, there was one scene that Amazon said, fuck no, you have to cut it. And he said, I couldn't quite understand why, considering everything else we have in the show. And so basically there was a scene where Homelander, yeah. <laughs> Homelander after being dressed down by Stillwell in episode two, was standing on one of the Chrysler buildings the Chrysler building, and he pulled down his pants and starts jerking off, mumbling, I can do whatever I want over and over again until he climaxed all over New York City. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? And it says, we shot it. And oh my God, Anthony was the best in that scene. Amazon seemed to think it wasn't necessary. And I thought it told me something about his psyche. To be clear, they've been great. And that was the only thing that was the only fight that he lost, but it was a scene that he kind of wished still stayed in the uh, still stayed in the movie. That's what the fuck? No, I'm glad it wasn't. <laughs> That's terrifying. You don't want to see him come all over New no! York. No, <laughs> did you want that? I I, I would. <laughs> that would be inter- That would be an interesting scene because I'm like, how would you? Like, in terms of the PR machine, like, how would you, like, explain that away? I don't know. <laughs> for him to come all over New York. Like, what would you, what would be the explanation for that? Is that in the comic? I haven't read the comic. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> this fucked up, there's just like, yo, that's like a fucking skit out of some funnier die sketch or something. I don't know. And he said there was another scene that he wanted to put in there, but he said it was difficult to do. But uh, an ice man was having sex with a woman doggy style when she's wearing a fur coat. And because it was logistically too difficult to mount. No, what? Too difficult to mount. No, our budget. What? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Whatever. I don't care. But yeah, I want to see him come all over New York. <laughs> that would have been that would have been cool. I want to come. I want to come all over New York. <laughs> but uh, speaking of coming all over New York, this news came all over our geekdom, whatever our geekdom excitement, our nerdgasm, because it's been revealed. And now this makes me even more excited of what this what this uh, thing is going to be, this crossover. But 
Kevin Conroy has been confirmed to play Bruce Wayne in the Crisis of Infinite Earths crossover. Old man Bruce Wayne. Okay. Jordan, that's the news you wanted to talk about. Yes, Kevin Conroy. (laughs) He's clearly not paying attention. He's all in his phone. Hey, this is the problem with doing powers isn't worthy i'm constantly in my phone trying to just manage things there's not it's not like we just meet up and just film things like it takes a lot of micromanagement behind the scenes so i'm kind of going through a crisis with the team right now long story sure you'll find out about it but um yeah kevin conroy gonna be old man bruce like beyond yes fuck yes Again, this is raising my expectations for this crossover, and if it is not met, I will be very sad. I'm also curious because I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen him like act, act, like besides voiceover stuff. So I'm like, I would have to look that up. But I'm like, has he has he ever done like non voiceover roles? That's the thing I'm curious about. I guess I'll have to look up his IMDb profile, but. Yeah, I think, I mean, he... I've only seen him acting in one thing, and that was when he was pretending to be Batman with the guy who voice acts Superman. Seemed kind of... But he's like theater... I think he's a theater actor. So oh, I, is he? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. But either way, he is the iconic voice of Batman, so the fact that he's playing Bruce Wayne, that would be cool. That's cool. And like, my only thing is, like, will they get Tom Welling to come... Now all I need is for them to say Tom Welling is coming back as another version of Superman. Granted, I don't know if that would be a little bit too much, though, because you already got Brandon Ralph coming back as Superman. You got Tyler Hecklin as Superman. Would it be too much to have Tom Welling also come back as Superman? I would love that, but I don't know if that's going to That's what I was going to say. Is that, is that overkill, though? Yeah, I feel like you don't need, like, six super people. I mean, have the Kingdom Come version, have the Batman Beyond version. I mean, I also don't know how they're going to implement all these characters in this series, like, into this crossover. Is it going to be, like, a one-scene thing, or is it actually going to matter? Remember when they fucking had... um. They had like that big thing in the Flash where it was gonna be great. G- Jay Garrison, not Jay Garrison. Wow, uh, Jay Garrick. Uh, what's her name? Female Flash. Uh, Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick, Kid Flash, and Barry Allen team up. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as soon as Jay Garrick shows up, he gets taken aw- taken out. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Where's the big fucking fight? No, no, he's out. Like, what? So I hope it's not that. But also with that, they also confirmed that uh, Black Lightning is going to appear on Crisis of Infinite Earths. So this will be the first official crossover with the Arrowverse. But is it just going to be Black Lightning or is it going to be his whole family? But either way, it's Black Lightning is finally going to appear in the Arrowverse. How do you feel about that? I think it's long overdue. Why the fuck hasn't it been a thing yet? It should have been a thing last summer. But I'm still also like... At this point, though, I'm like, do I want it? I don't know. I don't know if I want it. Because I'm like, I feel like it would be weird, considering, especially considering how, I, I don't know. I feel like considering how big Crisis is, for them to just introduce Black Lightning out the blue like that, like, then you got to establish them meeting each other. It's like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough time for all of that. Like, all, all the establishment. I don't know. Jordan's not listening to me. I'm just talking to myself right now. I hear you. (laughs) Uh, But also with that, talking about crossover news, now they're saying it's confirmed that next season, the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger are going to cross over with each other next season. Which is, again, good, because we were hoping for that. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, we were hoping for it. But at the same time, like, I wonder how it's going to work, though, because... 
the way it worked in the comics is Cloak and Dagger, they're much older. They were sent to basically investigate what was going on with the runaways because they were runaways. They were kids. But in this, they're all kids. So they're technically all runaways. But either way, I'm still I'm still here for it. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like Cloak and Dagger is darker than like the tone is darker than the runaways. So I'm curious to how that's gonna like work together in terms of their in terms of their tones. I mean, Runaways is even pretty dark. I think the tones pretty much match up. We we saw the fucking Infinity War teaser for Runaways season three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh. Speaking of how this is going to work, would you be a fan of this? So, uh, and Avengers Endgame directors, the Russo brothers, because all this talk about them looking at possibly having Keanu Reeves show up in the uh, MCU, well, they're saying they want Keanu Reeves to be Moon Knight. What? Why? Because <laughs> they think he'd be a good fit as Moon Knight. Why? <laughs> Do you think that? I, I don't. <laughs> as much as I love Keanu Reeves, I'm like, he's not that good of an actor, honestly. And Moon Knight has like multiple personality disorder. So to try to see Keanu Reeves pull off all those all those personalities, I don't know how that I don't know how that would work. But I would like to see Moon Knight show up in the universe. Definitely. So anyway, final final news bit. So we're gonna answer what's his face's question. But yeah, it's finally confirmed that the Aqualad and the, the Young Justice cartoon is now the same as the Aqualad in the comics. And, well, I don't know if he's bi or gay. In the comics, he's gay. But in the show, they haven't confirmed if he's just if he's bi or gay. But he's LGBTQIA. No, LGBTT, no LGBTQQIAA. PK. Wait, yeah. L-G-B-T-T-Q-Q-I-A-A-P-K. That's the new that's the new acronym now. So yeah, what do you think of Aqualad being L-G-B-T-T-Q-Q-I-A-I-A-A-P-K? <sighs> um honestly, at first I kind of bumped up against it because I was like, ah, what? Again, everything's agenda now, everything's representation. Okay, I get it. Yeah, but, but he's, been, he's been gay in the comics for like that's years. That's what I was gonna go. He's gay in the comics, but I thought this character was also established to not be that same because ver- even the the version of the character that's gay in the comics was a reboot of the character, like to go from Jackson High, who's established in Brightest Day. Yeah, it's not the then, Jackson High and Calderama, not the same. Yeah, even though I think Calder came first. Calder did come first, but then for whatever reason in the comics they didn't make him Calder; they just made him Jackson, Jackson Hyde, Hyde. Yeah, which is stupid because really I, I don't I don't like I don't like the Jackson High version only because like it's a cop out like. Calderam is actually Atlantean. Jackson Hyde is just experimented on to have water powers. I think that's stupid. Like, just make him Atlantean. Like, I feel like you diminish his importance by not making him Atlantean. But it is what it is. <laughs> My only thing is, like, they did that. Again, I haven't watched it yet. So I came and would be like, oh, but it doesn't make sense story-wise. They had that whole thing with him and Tula season one that seemed like a big character thing. I don't know... If this was always part of the plan or not, but if it was, they need to at least address that. Maybe they did. I have no idea. I think they did. Well, Tula's dead now. Okay. 
That's all I know. <laughs> and made him gay. <laughs> I, I guess. Was he always gay? Like I need answers. Like I, if if they explain it in a way that I'm like, all right, that makes sense. I'm I mean, fine I, with and it. I guess there's a time. There's a time, like you mentioned, there's a time jump. Two. There's been two time jumps. Yeah, there's been two time jumps. Yeah. So, and the guy he's making out with we saw a picture. He looks kind of like Garth. Because I'm like, a type. You do a t- <laughs> you do a time jump. I had girlfriends in the past. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm still, I'm like 100 percent against it. I, I feel especially because I've made out with women, Jordan. Okay, weird. <laughs> but also because in the comics it's already a thing. I'm not that against it. So I actually just I, I really just want to see how they explain it and do they explain it? Because you said that it happens at the very end of the series or the season, right? Well, it happens in the last episode. I don't know if it was like the last scene of the last episode, but it happens at the it happens in the last episode. Oh, so it's not like Korra where they kiss and they cut the black. <laughs> it's I'm over. I don't know. Cut, cut away from the gay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They might. I don't know. I know it happens in the last episode of the season. Uh, I just don't know if it's like the last scene or uh, the beginning. All I know is it's like... So I guess put a pin in this. That way we can actually watch it and know for sure how we both feel. I mean, how do you feel about it? Are you fine with it? You don't care. You probably don't care. No, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> like, it's not like it's out the... Like, and also it's not like he has any know, other... I other say, we Tula, already know Aqualad is... <laughs> he never had any other interests. Like any other like I, visible love interests. I mean, for the most part, at least especially this season, Calder's been an afterthought for the most part. Like, they don't really go into the original... Like, you think about the original Young Justice cast. Miss Martian, uh, Dick, Superboy. Um, well, Wally West is missing, but... Uh, uh, Artemis, yada, yada, yada. For the most part, like, you, you don't see Calder. You didn't see Calder that much this season. So it's like... Yeah, he's been he's been an afterthought for the most part this season. So it's like I I don't even know. It's like, do you really care? Like, do you really care that much? Because they don't they don't talk about his character at all this season. Yeah, I guess that's another reason why I'm not really like, oh my god, I'm just like he's been an afterthought. He's not been around, so it's not even like it, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then it's like they make so much they make they make it this big deal of him being the new Aquaman, but it's like, but you don't really see him that much. So it's like, do you really care oh, that that's he's Aqu- right? I forgot you, that he is Aquaman. Do you really now. care that he's Aquaman? Yeah, that's why I called him the gay Aquaman. Okay, I was like, no, he's Aqualad. Like, oh, that's right, he did get promoted. Hmm. But I mean, again, it's it's because if he was like a main character that we already like. Like he's been insight. a main character for the first two seasons, but now it's like he's That's not. What I mean. Like if, if we had, if it was a character that we had all this insight into his head and heart, like all the time, and this came out of nowhere, it'd be like what? But because he's been so off to the side, and we have no idea what he's been going through, and we have no idea what's in his mind, yeah, he could be gay. <laughs> so it's like you do it, but then you don't like you. Oh, representation, all oh, given, you, you, whatever. But at the same time, it's like, but it's with the character that we don't really follow. So does wait. Work. So are you so still it, complaining so, about? Well, it? no. So I'm like, no, I'm just saying. This? I'm like, but I'm like, so. Do, but I'm saying, does it really matter that much? So like, because there are people that are complaining about it. Oh no, not at all. Like, I don't think you're forcing your again. Oh, you're forcing this into my cartoons. Well, it's just because like that sentiment comes from not one particular thing. It's because this keeps happening across the board and everything. So I, when people say that, it's not that I don't understand where that sentiment comes from. It's because they feel like it's being forced into every genre, every every franchise, every mainstream story. And it's always done in a way where it's like, by the way, he's gay. By the way, this person's gay now. 
You know what I mean? It's not like they're introducing new characters. It's always like a character gets changed to be gay or a character, like it's updated to be gay or, or reimagined to be gay or something like that. But in this case, I don't agree with it because it's like, eh, this character's already gay in the comics. It's not like he was just, like he's been gay for a couple years now. Yeah, and Tula, again, that was so long ago. I don't know. They, it, they, it's so open to interpretation. It could very easily be retconned in a way that makes sense. I don't. I don't know. I don't have like a. I guess I'm not the angry white guy on the podcast. It's like, oh, I'm so outraged by this. I don't want it. This time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> hey, I am like Fox News. I am fair and balanced. If I have an issue with it, I'll say it. If I don't, I don't. In this case, I, I really don't. The fact that you said Fox News is fair and balanced. <laughs> well, I was saying that in jest. <laughs> I am fair and balanced. So I actually am trying to be fair and balanced. Because I don't got an issue with fucking gay people. My bro here is gay. Do you, do you though? Yeah, I ha- Oh, I hate gay people so much, Michael. Why do they have to exist and stick their gay dick into my my favorite franchises? No, I love You're, you're forcing gaydom. Nah, I think this is fine. And honestly, it might add some, like, it, it could honestly add layers to his character and make me understand we're him not more. Gonna, we're not going to see him ever again the rest of the season. Probably. <laughs> That's a you joke, but maybe. It's <laughs> possible. Yeah, I know. I mean, again, like, they don't, they barely showed him at all this whole season until yeah. it's time to reveal. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I haven't shown us. Time to reveal he's gay. Let's, we got to show Aqualad again. And by the way, he's gay. Get him off stage. Get him off stage. Yeah. <laughs> Fuel boo. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, if anything, though, I'm interested. I, I'm actually intrigued. Or we're probably to never, see how they we're probably never going to see the love interest. His whatever the the guy that he kissed, this random guy. It should have been Garth. Like, that's, if I have any complaint, it's that. Like, if you're going to do this, but then you, that would have been. But then very, you come up. But then you come across the same thing because Garth's not. As far as I know, he's not gay in like but, the but comic, then, in the comics. In my head canon. The reason, like, they had all of this, like, unrealized sexual tension from their, their, uh, I keep saying, I want to say with three-way, not three-way, what's it called? Tri- love triangle. Yeah. The love triangle with Tula. And then they realized that after she died, actually, well, maybe I wasn't really attracted to Tula. Maybe, maybe, is that actually like, in her memory, though? Is that like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I she's dead, fuck her. Yeah. I always wanted you, Garth. <laughs> all right, maybe not. <laughs> Or, I mean, we can remember her while us fucking is... is Maybe a, that's what bonded them. You know what I mean? And, like, then they realized there was something there. Like, um... Uh, us fucking is a way to remember Viper Tula. Style. Yeah. <laughs> striking Viper style. They realized that, oh, yes. Yeah, you know, maybe I, I actually... You were always my best friend. And I had feelings for you. And they just... That's how it, how it happened. That'd be interesting. But it's not. I mean, he looks like Garth, too. I mean, even they just talk about that, like, you look like a friend of mine or something like that. <laughs> just explain to me he had a type. I'd be like, oh, okay. All right. I can see that. Maybe maybe he confused his feelings for Tula for feelings with Garth. Don't know. Again, I felt maybe I shitting her memory. <laughs> but then what is he? Is he bi? Did he That's what I'm saying. They don't, they don't say if he's bi or gay. Did he have a genuine connection with Tula and that was like... I don't. I just said I, they don't. They don't say whether he's bi or gay. They just show him kissing. So if you had a girlfriend, kissing a dude. Wait, but the girls that you were with, you never dated them, right? What? You didn't date them, right? You no, just, like, we were. Uh, we we dated. Oh, you did date. Yeah. Okay. So if you ever had a girlfriend, and then she died, and then you ended up with a guy that was your best friend, and the three of you were friends, is that shitting our memory? 
Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Is it? No, we, re- we remember her while we're fucking. <laughs> <It's fucked up. laughs> like, would you love her less? Did you love these girls, though? Oh, Jackie. This, this is personal. Oh, oh, Jackie, I remember you. <laughs> oh, God. But did you, like, did you love them? Would you consider, like, love? Or was it just like a, you were young? You didn't really know. You're just dating. It's, it's whatever. It's light. No, I he seemed like he loved I would say, no, I didn't love them. Okay, but see, it seemed like he loved Tula, right? That was, like, was a whole thing. Well, you can love somebody but not be in love with them, and sometimes people confuse that. Hmm. Especially when you're young, you think you 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 think you think the love that you have for somebody is like you are in love with them, but it's like no, you just love them. Okay, but see, it, all of this I think is interesting. I think it would be a really interesting place to explore if that was how they went with the series. This is a cartoon. They're not. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, I feel like that's, these are all they very. Ra- they rather talk about metahuman trafficking. Is it... <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, yeah, I got it. Metahuman trafficking. Yeah, Joker's on the on the rise. Whatever. Anyway, Calder, tell me about. <laughs> let's let's really pull apart these feelings about you and Tula and Garth here. Like, let's really get into nitty gritty of what's going on in your psychology. Not, they're not gonna do that. But I'm more interested in that than I am the human human trafficking. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? I mean, no, it is interesting. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Wait, is that the end of the news? I said the last thing. Man, we are like way ahead of schedule. It's only an hour 45 in. Because most of it, you weren't listening to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I had to deal with this freaking... This. To have a conversation. Well, it's an important conversation. It's, it's It literally is about the future of Unworthy Productions and how we're going to logistically figure out the camera guy that we need because our camera guy's never fucking available and we got a lot of things logistically we got to work out. So I'm getting, I was getting bombarded with texts from like literally four different people on the team like how are we going to do this? What do we do? Do we t- do this? What, what, what about this? Do we have a person for this? And it's like oh okay. Either I handle it now or I handle it later and Maybe I shouldn't have chosen to handle it now, but <laughs> like you could have handled it later. <laughs> I had to put out the fires while they were popping up. They were pretty important. Like, guys, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm, I am podcasting. <laughs> I'm with my gay friend right now. <laughs> we're gonna make out later. Yeah, if you just start, if you just leave with that. I'm with my gay friend and yeah. doing what? <laughs> podcasting? <laughs> is that what you call it? Is that is that euphemism? I'm with my friend. We're bonding uh, with with our mouths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calder and Gar style. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's been with this week's episode of Blair Vision. I mean, I guess I could bring this up. What? So, oh, it's only an hour. What? But, uh, so, you know about the mass shootings that happened within 24 hours of each other? One in El Paso, Texas. Oh, and, dark. Yeah. Uh, so now they're trying to, they're doing this whole thing again where they're, uh, and Donald Trump is jumping on it too, where they're blaming video games. Again? Again. How many times are we going to go back to the video game? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's only because I'm like, because it's video games, like, it's, and we, we, well, you don't, but I play video games. So it's not mental health. It's not gun control. It's not anything like that. It's the video. It's them damn video games. Has there even, even been any like really hardcore video games lately that like would well, even yeah. we, imply present, that this is the connection? Uh, the guy, the guy, the he who shall not be named. Voldemort <laughs> says, uh, we must stop the glorification of violence in our society. The first item on this list, video games. What the fuck? That includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. It is too easy today for troubled youth to surround themselves with a culture that celebrates violence. We must stop or substantially our reduce whole this. Culture and celebrates it has, violence. And it has to begin immediately. 
So yeah, video games. Like video games have been around forever now. Like it's, this, this is not a new phenomenon that we can keep going back to. Like, oh, that's the new up and coming media on the rise that's making people crazy. Video games like are usually even no more graphic or or de- like depicting a violence in a, a fucking movie. Let's say you get rid of every violent video game with like as a first person shooter. So what? You can just go fucking watch Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs or like. But that, what the hell but, are you talking I'm like, about? The fucking hypocrisy talking about we need to do something about the glorification of violence in our culture when this is the same person that literally asked his audience to beat up protesters yeah. and, he, and he would pay for their legal fees. Yes. Yeah, the, the same man who literally fear mongers and hate mongers and all that bullshit to create violence. Talking about Nazis are good people and shit like that. Yeah, hate, good hate crimes has gone have gone up. I, I mean, it's the perfect example since he's been. You know what we should be looking at? Trump, not video games. He who shall you. Not be, <laughs> don't don't say his name. All right, so you know who? Volta Trump. <laughs> he who shall not be named. If there's any connection here, it's your ass. You are the new up and coming media that's yeah, affecting the, our youth. Because the people that that the, the, the one of the guys I don't know about Ohio, but the guy that. Uh, Shout out to people in El Paso was the known he who should not be named supporter. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, man. It's not, it, take a, it doesn't take a genius to put these dots together. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, the leap of logic you get to me to be like, no, no, it's still video games. Although How, people, bro? Uh, people people probably been, listen to like, is he, is he talking about Voldemort? No. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Basically, America's Voldemort. <laughs> um, and it's not Grindelwald. I'll tell you that. Much. No. <laughs> Um, that's why I was saying like Homelander is basically Trumpian. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, yeah. that's why the boys hit so hard. It's like, it's, it's, it came in the perfect time in our society right now where we've got, you know, celebrities on their untouchable, like seemingly untouchable status, social media on the rise, a jerk making being an asshole. Cool. Sounds kind of like Homelander to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on. But yeah, they're going back to the whole video game well. I'm like, this didn't work when y'all tried to talk about it during Columbine. But at least that it was new then. Yeah, like, it was new back then. Like, like you know, Grand Theft Autos and like, uh, video, not video, what? Um, photorealistic depictions of violence in a video game were new back then when we had like the new next-gen consoles but we've we've had that shit for so long now it's like it's, it's almost ridiculous almost it's so close but it's almost ridiculous being like you know what the real problem here is Marilyn Manson <laughs> uh, they used to say that no I know yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying like to go all the way back to Marilyn Manson it's like Marilyn Manson has been relevant in like 20 years. Do you realize that? Yeah. <laughs> the same thing for video games. It's like, now we're going back to that old well. It's like, that hasn't been a new thing in years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Year. It's, it's The next step is, you know who's the real problem? That Eminem. And it's crazy lyrics. It's, it's like, like, yo, Eminem hasn't been on the cutting edge in years, no, you guys. The fact that people that are mentally <laughs> ill can still get guns. No, that's not a problem. The fact that yeah. guns are so easily accessible in every... St- not every state, but pretty much most places in this country. Mental health and parenting are the big two. Those are definitely the first big two. It's like then right below that, that's gun, not a, that's not a problem. Ease of gun access is another one right there. Like those three things should be the things you look at first, and then yourself, Trump. <laughs> but those three things are the most important. Not fucking scapegoats like video games. What the fuck. The fact that like. 
people tried to make a law where it's like certain guns or bullets and certain things like that. They had a certain register. They had like a, a number on them so they could be registered and traced back. Yeah. And like people like the NRA and stuff like that, they fought that to get that canceled. Yeah. Almost kind of like, kind of like uh, what they had in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, where the guns like Would could lock. be turned. Yeah, they could turn off. Yeah. If, they- you're, if the person that's like uh, authorized to hold it isn't holding it, it we off. like we have the technology to make that actually happen. Like right now, but the NRA is like, no, we don't want that. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it'll save lives but mm, will that, it though? That, that's a problem <laughs> so it's like instead of talking about that video games look guys TV 100% real uh, these shootings really good for our business because then people want to buy guns yeah, to exactly. defend themselves from guns exactly so I know these are tragedies but they're kind of monetarily valuable that's, that's, if you want to keep it really real that's really what's going on there but it's the same thing about war like the reason we're always at war is because yeah, profit the, yeah because of profit yeah I mean think about the boys like they wanted yeah. to, they wanted to put the superheroes in there because it would make it would make the vault company billions of dollars yep yep it's the same thing man our superhero fantasy is getting dangerously close to real life isn't it yeah <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of have superheroes to escape from the bullshit, not to be like, oh, it's a dark reflection of my life, <laughs> but with capes. Nah, it's all it's all the same. I say that, but at the same time, I like the fucked up shit. Not going to lie. Kingdom Come, Whoa. The Boys, all that shit. Homelander Come. Not that, though. <laughs> That's too far. Have you read the comic yet? I know you said you wanted to. I've been debating it because I, I haven't started yet. I heard the comic is way darker than the movie or the show. Yeah, I heard it is too. I'd at least read up until where the season ends. I'd do that, and just to have a comparison, just to see like what the difference is. Like, I heard even the stuff with uh, spoilers. It's not a big spoiler, but the the because it's the first episode, the molestation of um, or sexual harassment, whatever you want to call it, between the deep and Starlight. I think. I could be wrong, but I think it was Homelander and Starlight yeah. in the comic. Yeah, I, I I heard it was multiple heroes. Like it was like, but it was it wasn't even treated like. It was kind of like a thought provoking thing in the in the show, but I heard it was treated more like a joke in the comic. But I think now because of the times we live in, and because, I would say, how would you make that to a joke? <laughs> well, you just have it be like a one off joke. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're part of the you're part of the group if you suck my dick, and then you just cut. You know what I mean? But it's like a. It ends in like a what? Like a, like a joke. But the way they, because of our current, uh, you know, political atmosphere with the hashtag Me Too movement and stuff like that, they made it into more of like a reflection of that culture, which I think is way better. And I like that way more than it just being a joke. But I'm curious to see what those like differences are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know in the comic, I like I like the way they did it in the, in the show better. Like the, the, the opening moment where... Uh, a train basically runs through his girlfriend Robin. Yeah, I heard that was different too. It was different where she wasn't like completely vaporized. Like her body, like you still he still held the hands, but like her body got like smashed into a wall or whatever. Oh wait, so it was still speedster? It was still a speedster. Oh, okay. But you you saw her body get like smashed into a wall and she was dead, but he was still holding onto the hands, but her body was still kind of mostly intact. Oh, so more visually fucked up than just a cloud of blood. Yeah, but I th- I feel like the cloud of the blood. The cloud of blood was still fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because at least you have something to bury with a body still intact. Where all you got you is get the hands. hands. <laughs> like, that's that's worse. She loved her hands so much. <laughs> and plus, A Train was white. <laughs> I also no, you, no diversity. 
Oh, really? It was. Huh? I also didn't realize that the guy that plays A Train is the same guy that plays the dude from the new Independence Day. No, I didn't. Oh, see you it. never saw it. Yeah, I never he was saw it. he was Will Smith's son in the new Independence Day movie. Oh, he was, but he was like really bland. Like he he's way better in The Boys than he was in Independence Day. Like the difference in acting quality is crazy. I think it's just the material. I, mean, I was gonna say, well, what what makes a good actor more times than not is the director and the material. Yeah, and the material. Yeah. But I mean, not always, because sometimes you can have shitty writing, but you have a strong enough actor where it's like, if the writing was better, this would be good. But because the actor was, like, we 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 review movies like that. Yeah, I can't yeah, think off the top you. of my head. No, no, I feel you. Like, I love Heath Ledger as an actor. He's great, but he was never better than he was in, in Dark Knight. But that was because of the character, the writing for the character, and the director. Yeah. Yeah. So an actor is really just as good as the sum of, its, of their parts. So it's always hard to judge like what's bad acting unless you see them in something where it's just like, Ugh. unless it's like really clearly bad acting. That's one thing. But I was like, saying, no, you could say <laughs> no, 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 no. Like if it's clear, it's clear. But I mean, in terms of like a person, it's like ah, uh, their acting wasn't bad, but I just didn't care about them in that role at all. Like you got to you got to give that actor a meaty performance to chew on, and then you can judge them by if they're like an actually a good actor or not. Yeah. Yeah. And that's acting one on one with Blur Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Half of the advice coming from a guy that's not even a fucking actor. <laughs> well like I said, you're doing more than I am. You're you're you got YouTube videos and stuff. Hmm. Well, on that note, I guess we should get out of here. Two hour podcast is in bed. That's short for us, but that just leaves us open to do an anime episode later this week. And then next week we'll do all DC. DC week. Are you going to see the kitchen? <laughs> I am. You really are going to see the kitchen? Like, how does he do that? What? I want to go for haste this guy. Because she, he steals ideas from her. According to her. They have a rivalry. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> that means that he's like, she calls him the better version of her, but male. <laughs> but I was like, how does he steal... Well, mm-hmm. stuff like that, camera tricks, not that one exactly, but other things she's done like, she that he would ask her about, like, how'd you do that? And then he'd do it. Stuff like that. But that, that's, um, he just filmed it twice. Like, he filmed himself holding the mirror, doing this. It might even be green screen instead of a mirror there. And then he filmed it again, but reflecting his abs. And then he um, composited the two images. Filmmaking science, <laughs> but yeah, Michael. If people don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Michael just showed me this hot dude on Instagram that's wearing a Spider-Man suit. Trevor, and like, yeah, Trevor Bell. Yeah, he he does a lot of like cool cosplay stuff. I mean, he's super hot. So if you're into that, Trevor Bell. <laughs> and, and if my girlfriend's listening, I'm sorry that I recommended his his channel. <laughs> he's cute. I don't know about super hot. His body's dumb, fucking stupid hot. He's like a superhero. Yeah, no, his body. Like he's got like Drake's face or a young Drake face. But even but that, like, like, I don't know if I, 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 I want to be cut, but I don't even know if I want to be this cut. Really? That's like the ideal body to me. He looks like a, he looks like fucking Chris Hemsworth or something. Like he, he, he got cast as like the Black Thor. I feel like, like I, I feel like that's way too hard to maintain. Like you can't. What the fuck does he eat? Chicken, <laughs> just chicken and salad, and he drinks fucking coffee and protein shakes, and that's it. Motherfucker, you don't gotta you don't fuck food at that point. You look that good. <laughs> Just have hot people feed you grapes. Men, women, it doesn't matter. 
But no, he uh, he quit. He ended up quitting his job. And so like social media He's is all he does. All he does now. Of course. Look at him. He is an Adonis of a man cut from stone. Of course he quit his job. <laughs> yeah, he sells like he started. He started making uh, his own apparel line. Of course. Again, Michael. He's super hot. <laughs> when you are hot, I don't care what people tell you. There's no privilege better than the privilege of being a sexy person. <laughs> it's bigger than white privilege, money privilege. I was gonna say, well, if you're a hot white guy, like think of Michael. No, if you got it all, you got it all. Yeah, I was saying, think of Mike, like Michael Ham. Like he he don't do shit. Yeah, like, no. He makes all his money from Patreon. No, no, I'm not saying that though. Because he's just a he's just a hot white kid, a white guy. If you got all of the privileges lined up. You're unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, blonde hair, blue eye, white guy. Yeah. Like even even if you are uh, a rich white guy that's good looking, the world is your cloister. <laughs> oyster? No, cloister. It's Pokemon. <laughs> I'm like what? Because <laughs> I'm like even uh, what's his face? The Blue Ranger be commenting on his uh stuff sometimes. I can't think of his. Well, I can't no, think of his it's name. David Yost. Yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't pausing because of that. I was just I was gonna say something. I'm like, should I say that in the podcast? I love Billy. I I play Billy. B- David Yost is one of my favorite actors in Power Rangers, and I think he's my as a person he's my favorite. But he's also a little thirsty. <laughs> I always see him liking dudes' photos. But I was gonna high. say, but aren't we all? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But as a celebrity, I just see you know you get that like this person like this thing. I under hot celebrities have needs. Celebrities want to come too. <laughs> hey man, I'm not shaming him. I'm just saying it's something I notice. Hot dudes, especially even cosplayer guys. But no, I noticed that too. I'll be like, oh, David Yost liked the picture. <laughs> yeah, if you're a, a good looking guy and you're a cosplayer, you he, he will like your ass, son. <laughs> Not gonna lie though, it hurts me when he doesn't like my ass sometimes. I'm just like, why? <laughs> David, why? He doesn't like my ass. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> David, you know, like, brothers, what's going on, bro? <laughs> I'm about to post, post a thirsty ass Blue Ranger photo. If he doesn't like it, I'm gonna be upset. Be like, this whole thing, what he's wearing right now, this is his line. He's dumb hot. Where you can hold your phone, bro. What are you like an advertisement for this guy now? No, because I'm looking at it because I'm like, because I'm like, how can I quit my fucking job? Maybe I need to sell some clothes, but I'm like, what would I put on a logo? Because I was, I remember I was thinking, I was like, so if I make, if I take my Black Gay Comic Geek logo and put it on a shirt, will people buy? I'm like, I feel like that's not universal enough. Where like, say like, granted, Jake. I'm, I'm put you out there, Jacob. But J- Jacob said he would wear it. But at the same time, I'm like, would you? I'm like, is he really, or is he just say being nice? I'm like, well, would Jacob wear a shirt that says "Black Gay Comic Geek"? <laughs> or like, just <laughs> any red, just any, or even just any person. Like, why would you wear a shirt? And this thing I'm thinking in my head, like, I mean, why would you wear a shirt that says "Black Gay Comic Geek"? Especially if you're not black, or if you're not even gay. Like, yeah. would you actually wear that? You so say would that? it make would it make sense for me to like make a shirt like that like because like, that's why I'm like looking at his uh apparel line because I'm like how can I quit my job I want to quit my job I mean don't have it say black gay comedy on every shirt just or have like catchphrases or like other things like that I, I was gonna say that you're you know you're saying that but at the same time uh, I've seen YouTubers that sell merch that's like it's just their face that's what I'm saying if it's the logo yeah like that's the logo. But I've seen like literally a guy's face and people wear that shirt. I'm like, why would you wear... It's not like it's an allusion to like an anime or an allusion to a video game or, or a comic book. It's just the guy's face. Why would you wear that shirt other than just because you support the guy? It's a we- like, It's like you're just wearing some other guy's face. He's not famous. So it's like... People... There's an audience for it, I think. So I'm going to have shirts start, start next week? <laughs> like, be like um on, on the happy... I, I mean, are you happy? Like, on the front, say like, are you happy? And then on the back it says like I'm gay, 
and black <laughs> or something. I don't know. What? <laughs> I, I was trying to make like a pun with like gay and means happy. He's talking about stealing ideas. Maybe I need to steal his pants, workout pants, because I work out. Granted, I don't look nothing like him. So perfectly, I'll be like, like, if I advertise me in workout clothes, I'd be like, no, he's fucking fat. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Compared to like Trevor or whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, this podcast took an interesting turn. So on that note, <laughs> tune in next week for have, DC. My stomach doesn't look like that. No, dude. He's got like, he's got abs you can hold. That's crazy. Like, look at the granite. You can see his dick in his picture. Okay, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> but yeah, he's like the, the no, oblique. Jordan, Jordan likes looking at Jordan likes looking at other guys' dicks. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that. Secret, secret, secret behind the scenes podcast information. Uh, I'm all about looking at dicks. <laughs> Remember, when Keenan Lonsdale's dick pic dropped, <laughs> Jordan was like, wait, I need to know what it looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if your dick pic got released tomorrow, I'd be like, well, I've got to know. <laughs> He's like, I just want to, I need to compare. I was like, oh, is that why you're looking? Yeah. Is that why you're looking? Really? I need to know. As a man, I need to know that I'm bigger than everyone I know. <laughs> That's not a normal thing. It's not like a, like a male ego thing. It's just me. <laughs> I'm looking for other reasons. Uh, well, I want to know that I'm adequate. <laughs> so I need the comparison. Like, can, am, I, am I faster than the Flash? I got to know. I got to know these things. Well, do you, do you want to be faster than the Flash? That's, that's. I mean, in a not I was bad like, way. I was like, not in a way. Was like, is, is, that oh. a, is that a good thing? <laughs> you want to be Homelander season season one? No, you- oh my god, that was so. I was so embarrassed for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like. Oh, dude, it was like two seconds, bro. She barely did anything. <laughs> anyway, on that note, I'm no more talking about Homelander's come, please. I'm over it. <laughs> so let's let's move are, on. Are you though? Yes. Next week we'll talk about more DC things that are probably just as dark as Homelander's come, though. So. So, look, look, look at that. Yeah, dude, he's a hot dude. His fucking obliques are on point. That's yeah. why I want, like, how, I want where my love handles. You gotta just lose body fat. That's all that is. Like, you can, you can work out your obliques all day. You can do side bends and fucking crunches all day long. But if you don't, if you don't have a low body fat percentage, you can't see those muscle whatevers. I, even, I don't get that shit right now. I'm fucking fat as fuck. Anyway, <laughs> let's get out of here. That's been this week's episode of Blurry Vision. I'm your host, Jordan, with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Yo, listen up. Here's the story about a little guy that lives in a gay world. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just gay. Like him. Inside and outside Gay House with a Gay The window and a Gay Corvette And everything is Gay For him and himself And everybody around Cause he ain't got Nobody to listen To listen To listen I'm gay I'm a need I'm a guy